0: Did you ever think you would make it?
1: I feel I'm so close I could take sweet victory. I know this life meant for me. Yeah, why would you bet on Goliath when we got Bet David?
0: Valuetainment, giving values value's contagious. This world of entrepreneurs, we get no value to hate it. ain't running, homie, look what i become. I'm the, I'm the
2: one. Say what, man? Say what? Say I home team.
0: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So
2: 362. Holy moly. We got a lot of stories. I feel like it's been a minute, but it's not because I think we did a podcast last Friday. But a lot's going on. The, the great Joe Rogan got a quarter of a billion dollar contract. Renews with Spotify. Good for him. I have some thoughts on that. Congrats to both of them. We'll talk about that. Tucker Carlson. Spotted in Moscow. What's yeah. he doing there? No one knows. Drinking a meal. Is he playing a game? Is he there to watch a show? Is he there just kind of going family vacation like, you know, you know, Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders style? style yeah. Yeah. Is it like a 25-year anniversary to like re- what do you? What is it when you're married and you want to do it again? You're Rekindle like, you're, the not, There's a word for it, Tom. Oh, What's we, the word? re oh, you, uh, you, to Not re you, like, you, um, you recommit your vows. You recommit your yeah, vows. Maybe oh. he's recommitting his vows, or, but he, CNN lost their minds. They hate They're that. They're deeply concerned. It could and be may, on the caviar tasting Maybe course. it is a valid concern, and ah. we'll address that. Okay. That's their guy. Aside, How dare he? Aside from that 50-cent blasts Mayor Adams for wanting to turn him into a quarter by giving <laughs> $53 million of prepaid credit cards to migrant families. And Mayor Adams responds with a request to says, I hope 50 calls me. And if he likes what I have to say, maybe he even says something in in his next song. Like yeah, he's, yeah. He's saying, can you put me next song? We'll talk about that. <laughs> New York City wants to give $53 million of prepaid credit cards to migrant families. I'm a migrant. I'll take a big sum right there. Yeah. Elon Musk uh, got some issues with Tesla. They didn't approve his $55 billion pay package, was struck down. He was told to go to rehab. Anyways, we got a bunch of stuff there. We'll talk about the stock it's doing luxury home values to decline Across the globe, not across the country, not across California or the states, the globe, right? Gotcha. That's that it's going to decline. And, and Tom's got some numbers for Austin. Nikki Haley makes a surprise appearance at uh, SNL, and it was so good that she's about to drop out of South Carolina. That's how good it was, wow. but it is what it she's is. Acting and she said, New states can't succeed because people are worried about Texas leaving. And because Texas, they're forcing Texas to do some stuff with the border. And what if Texas wants to leave and, you know, become its own republic? We'll see what's going to happen there. Polls with Trump. This is a bad part. Joe, if you're watching Joe Biden, skip this part on a podcast. I don't even think he watches anything. By the way, do you guys know he was asked for the second year in a row to do the traditional Super Bowl three minute interview? You know, he turned it down for the second year in a row. Turn down the traditional three. You know, every year the president gets like the yeah. three minute interview. You know, this, he they, turned it down. they can't have they can't have him. That's in right. bite that another hot mic. Joy Reid had a hot mic moment, had to go on uh, The View and yeah. defend herself as a Christian, mm. non-war person that doesn't like Abbott and blamed it on Abbott. This it's whole Abbott. thing with the hot mic was Abbott's oh, fault. Course. You know that, right? Abbott said, say. Another effing war. That was all Abbott texting saying, you better say it or else. And he and forced forcer. That's what's going on. There's wow. a lot of drama going on. We don't, again, this is pure speculation. Uh, allegedly, folks, these are all insurance allegedly. words that we have to use. Yeah. Baby boomers are approaching peak burden on the economy. Uh-huh. Adam's deeply concerned. We'll talk about that. Yes. Fed expects to make three rate cuts this year. You know, that scared the crap out of the market and the market tanked. Because they wanted more rate cuts. Not three. They wanted four. They wanted to do what LeBron said. Not two. Not not three. Not four. Not five. Not Have you seen this when he's going to Miami? We're going to win? Of course. Vermont is debating. Vermont is debating a millionaire tax. Massachusetts added $1 billion. Ben and Jerry are scared. What happened? Ben and Jerry are the... Billionaires. That oh, are, then Vermont, yes. Massachusetts added $1 billion to its budget and paid for school lunches with a similar tax. Dad <laughs> loses custody for refusing to trans son. How <laughs> dare he? What a. How dare he? he you're not letting your kid you know choose his truth. He That's ha- ridiculous. Who cares if he's only 11 years old? He can yeah. think for himself. Yeah. He's he like six <laughs> years old. Yeah, uh, This kid was how old? I think he was a. Le- uh he oh, was too way- it was, how about this? He was way too young and the mother was the get- one pushing. By it. the way, if you guys watch Sixty Minutes this weekend, excuse me, Sixty Minutes showed mm-hmm. uh, uh China a video I'm gonna show you guys. This is a crazy video. I don't know. 100%. The video that that in, in China is going viral on TikTok, showing Chinese people how to <laughs> cross the border to the U.S. State. Through, the, through, Mexico. <laughs> through Mexico. Believe Through Mexico. TikTok winning. I'll show you this video. We'll have some fun in, with China, that. In China,
3: don't they have one of those things that Trump was talking about?
2: Wall, Wall? yeah, don't they have the great wall? That's right. Well, they definitely know how to go over a wall, they're they're pros at it. But border deal uh, to cut illegal immigration, they're calling the border, bulb, border, border deal. But wait till you see the money. But when we break down the money, you're gonna say this is not the border deal, this is called the Ukraine deal. Yep, when you see the data. Former uh, Tesla director Larry Ellison invited Musk to Hawaii to dry out from you know drugs, apparently reports. This is Insider. Obviously, Insider doesn't like uh, uh, anything Musk does. And there's a few other things here. American Hustle Dime, maybe we'll get into that, and then uh, uh, we'll address a couple other videos. But before we get into it, I want to give you guys a couple things to be thinking about. We had a meeting uh, early this year, Monday, January 3rd, and I said, I want the merch, Future Looks Bright, to be... In one million people's hand this year, okay? I want a million people wearing future looks bright hats. My concern isn't about the the, the margins or any of that stuff. I want to fight off all the negativity that's going on in America. By having a million people in the streets. The other day I was at Universal Studios. We had a great time this weekend. Amazing. We went there hanging out with trans people at uh, the, what do you call it, the the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, Mardi Gras. The Mardi Gras. By the way, when I'm saying, I'm not joking with you, there was 50 Trans, LGBT, LGBT, dancing, talking to all the kids that were with us. Hi, half naked, not yeah. talking to us. They weren't Going talking like to us. This. They were men. They
4: were literally, and they were on a still, yeah. be- bending down talking to with the a kids. park coordinator this there. Is and I went up Unip to the Universal, Universal. Hey,
2: this weekend, not Disney. Universal, Universal, this and Tom. You expected Tom at Disney, I,
4: Universal, listen. but I mean they're kind of connected. And then Tom goes up to one of the guys that worked there, and as I'm walking away past, he says, goes, "Do you
2: like the? Is it a is, good life? It, yeah, Tom was it, interested." Yeah, "Can He goes, "Excuse me,
4: is this part of you guys?" And then I walked away to the bathroom. Tom was checking them, like, "How is this cool?" But Dylan
2: I, was talking. Dylan's said, like, yeah. "What is wrong with these guys? That to do it here? Ten year old kid was upset about it. Anyways, but I'm wearing a Future Looks Bright shirt, the, pur- the purple and gold, the one that was a limited one that we did last week, and I'm wearing a purple and gold. Uh, uh, what do you call it? These hands, uh, yeah. right? I'm wearing these. I think we have like thirty of these In left. Honor of Kobe. In honor of Kobe, yes. And I'm wearing these, and everyone's, you know, future looks bright, future looks bright, future looks bright. Conversations, right, that are being started. Why is that? Because people don't believe the future looks bright today. It scares the crap out of them when they see somebody say future looks bright. So this is what we're doing today. For anybody that purchases, any purchase you make today on the store with a minimum of a hat, you have to buy a hat. Obviously, if you do an order over 70 bucks, shipping is on us. But anything you order with the hat, That says Future Looks Bright. We have a lot of different colors, the blacks, the military, the white, the red. You pick and choose. You can even do these. But any orders you make today, we're going to do a raffle, okay? And on the Thursday podcast, we're going to announce two winners that are going to get a ticket to go to the vault conference. It's a $750 ticket to go to the vault conference on the house because we want you to spend three days with us in Palm Beach at the vault Convention Center will be at the Palm Beach Convention Center to make 2025 the beginning of the greatest years of your life. And when you're around the value team and audience, they're just like you. If you follow this content, you're like, I follow this content for this reason. Imagine being in a room with 10,000 other people that believe the future looks bright. So again, Rob, put a link below for anybody who goes and places the order. By the way, I even think we have a, uh, a campaign going right now that if you buy a hat, you get a second one for free. Uh, and again, if you order $70 plus, we're sending, uh, the shipping and handling will be on the house again, a million people. I want wearing this worldwide, confusing the hell out of everybody that thinks the future looks bleak. I want it to be future looks bright to start a conversation because that's what this brand represents. Vite that the future looks bright. There's the link right there for you. Buy one, get one free. End of those hats. And, uh, Once again, on Thursday, we'll announce two winners going to the vault with us to spend three days with us. Having said that, let's get right into it. Okay, I'm going to do a story first, Rob. Let's go into the Joe Rogan uh, story here. So Joe Rogan. Oh, let's do Tucker Carlson since that's the first one they want to do. Tucker Carlson being spotted in Moscow sparks frenzied speculation. This is Newsweek, okay? Dramatic. So former Fox News host Tucker Carlson's recent presence in Moscow, where he was seen attending the Bolshoi Theater on February 1st, has ignited speculation about the purpose of his visit, particularly whether he aims to interview Russian Vladimir Putin. During his trip, Republican Re- Representative Mar- Marjorie Taylor Greene expressed excitement about the prospect of Tucker Carlson interview with Putin, emphasizing the importance of individuals like Carlson in upholding a free press, Democrats and their propagandas in the... The media are spamming, uh, uh, spasming spasming at the prospect of Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin against. This is a Newsweek story. We have a free press in this country, and it's people like Tucker Carlson who we depend on to speak the truth. In response to these speculations, Kremlin press secretary Dmitry Peskov referred to Carlson's prior uh, interview attempts with Putin and stated, we'll have to wait and see whether such an interview materializes. Okay, so... Before I give my thoughts on this, Vinny, what are your thoughts about this here? I,
4: I, I, A, I think what he's doing is amazing. I think, uh, in, the, in the same sense of Trump, when Trump was like, for years, when he was like, what is wrong with trying to communicate with these people? How are you going to ignore an enemy? Why not sit down, talk to them, find out what's on their mind? I think Tucker going there is is amazing to have a conversation to see where he's at. But notice how the left is losing their mind bad because they can't make him look like he's a human being. Because everything from the Putin price-like to the Putin war, everything has to be negative, negative, negative. Don't talk because guess what? If you make him into a normal civil person, then it's harder to call him an enemy on the news and, and
2: try to start a war with him. That's what it is. Tom, what are your thoughts on this?
5: Well, I think Tucker's trying to be a part of the media. We've had things where, you know, a, a while back when I was a young guy, um, I saw Barbara Walters interview Fidel Castro. Weird. And that was back when, hey, it's a free press going to a foreign country, trying to interview a, a, a controversial world dictator to see what he had to say. Is there a humanness under that? Is there an opening there? Is there
2: something? Tom, to is that see? the one? Look at that. Look That's how young she wow.
5: looks. Yeah, this Barbara Walters went and interviewed Fidel Castro. That's so why is it so freaking crazy and that the press is losing its mind that Tucker Carlson wants to follow in the footsteps of and Barbara, Barbara Walters? You know, when you, you read about her bio, she was a journalist from the Walter Cronk era she ended her life a little bit now we would call maybe a little woke but she was a journalist so why is it so crazy that that tucker carlson goes to interview vladimir putin to see what he's gonna say and to see if there's something there it doesn't mean that he's being buddies with him and taking him quail hunting that tucker likes to do in north carolina it means he's over there to, to, to talk to him why is that so
3: bad adam look um i think people want to see this interview I mean, of course, we've had this conversation, of, of you know, who's on your top five, top ten list of people you'd love to speak to. Putin is on that list. Um, I don't understand the obsession, uh, especially on the far right fringe that are pro Putin people. There's definitely talk of that. I don't think Tucker is pro Putin. I just don't think he is pro the war in Ukraine. The most ironic thing to me, though, is this. We're talking about this free press conversation uh, when there's no free press in Russia, Russia is ranked 148th out of 180 countries, according to the Reporters Without Borders Press Freedom Index. The beautiful thing about America is we have the First Amendment, freedom of the press, freedom of expression, freedom of religion, freedom to gather, everything we understand about that. So it's just interesting that the the bedrock of uh, freedom of press America Uh, Tucker Carlson, arguably the biggest reporter in the world right now, is going to speak to the dictator known as Vladimir Putin, potentially. Yeah,
2: and by the the way, CNN showed, uh, uh, they're like, Yeah, and he is in the Kremlin where he's getting a free battery charge without having to worry about the Wi Fi being spied on. And, you know, obviously the news is saying this, and and, uh, CNN is making fun of the fact that you trust the Wi Fi in Russia. I don't know if I trust the Wi Fi in Russia. I don't know if I'm, you know, when you go to places like this, you have to know you don't necessarily know what they're going to be doing to get access to you. You have to assume 100%, especially if your name is Tucker Carlson, that they're probably, you have to use a fresh laptop. You have to go with a fresh computer that's nothing else is in there. If that I makes agree. any sense. Yeah, yeah, you have to be prepared. You have to think like a you know a person that would be involved in some kind of secret intelligence to see how they would be thinking. You have to and I'm sure he, him being who he is and his camp's uh, filled with some sharp guys that uh, you know we've spoken to a couple of them. I'm sure they're thinking that way, but at the same time, Competition is always intimidated by a guy that's willing to get on a plane and fly it, to Russia to go interview somebody that everybody else is so afraid of interviewing or you you don't want to talk to because it's opposing ideas. Look, for me, I have my business plan here. This is very sacred. This is only mine and nobody gets to read this. This is only for me and it fires me up. When I write my business plan like this and I laminate it, it starts off with a letter to myself And I got a list of guys that I'd like to do certain things with. You know who's on my list of people I want to talk to this year? Maduro. Maduro's not a right-wing guy. I want to talk to Maduro. I want to talk to certain people who are hardcore socialists. I have certain people on here that i like to talk to that a lot of people would say, you would talk to him? You would talk to her? Yes. I'm curious. Okay? We just did a podcast with Bill Maher. I enjoy talking to him. I wish he went a different direction, but I enjoy talking to the guy because it's to see why is this person, why does this person think the way he does. I'm excited to see what he does in the interview and uh, odds-wise. Do you guys have any odds on what you think, whether the interview is taking place or not, based on how the media I, from Russia answer? What do you think the percentage is that's actually he's there to interview Putin? What is the percentage? I, I think 90%. I think 90 Tom, what do you say?
5: Yeah, I'm above 85%. We'll do like Price is Right. i 85%, Bob. I think it's uh, highly likely. That's
3: why he's there. So, yeah. And,
2: and, where are you at? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rob, you think it's going to be happening?
1: I'm 50 50. It's either Putin or Snowden. <coughs> it's either Putin or Snowden. Yeah. because Snowden's ha- uh, hiding mm. out in Russia. Yeah. Um, but either interview would be fantastic. Well, to watch.
3: how about this? When's Maybe both. Is, when's the last Maybe time both. Putin did an interview with uh, Freeman? Megan
2: professor? Kelly. A while ago, yeah. Megan Kelly, what year was that? Oh, uh, six years ago. Five years ago. So it's not... And, but, not when but, she first went to NBC is when it got done. I so mean, whatever that
4: time was. And he tried... Pat, so Tucker tried to have an interview with Poon before, but... We were they, they, we wouldn't let him or something, and they were America was spying on him, yeah, right?
1: According to Tucker, the NSA hacked his signal messages after he was planning a trip to Russia to interview Putin. So the NSA started spying on Tucker when they found out he was going to go. They I believe it. it. That's exa- 100%. when was this? 100%. <laughs> this was when he worked for Fox News. He mentioned this when he did the interview with the Nelk Boys after he got fired. From I fully Fox. believe uh. this. So, by casual question, I you know, well, I was, why
5: if I was doing that going over there? I would start. On my Signal account. Did you get the Coke from Hunter? I'd be populating my Signal <laughs> account hilarious.
2: with all these intentional what, messages. What admits the NSA hacked into the Signal messages? By the way, that means even Signal can get hacked into. 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Of course. What, but my
4: question to you is why Why do you think, I mean, besides the obvious, why do you think the left is so anti do not Go speak with this guy. Why, why do they hate and they're trying to stop him from going over there? Why do they hate him speaking to yeah, Putin? Why, why doesn't CNN, MSNBC, mainstream it's, media, it's, Biden, everybody does not want him to talk to this They want to control
2: guy. the narrative. Well, well, no. Think about it from this standpoint. Think about it from this standpoint. Uh, Obama went and hung out with, uh, 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 was a Ch- who was who who was he with in Cuba? Was it Chavez that he went to a baseball game with? I thought he went to with Fidel Fidel Castro's brother, his brother. So he went to. Raul. So uh, he went to. Trudeau's
4: uncle. Go ahead.
2: Yes. So he went to a baseball game with him. And the right said, you know, what kind of a situation is this? Why would you go have a conversation with him? And what is this all about? And da 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 da. -da. Yeah. The difference is one is having a conversation, the other one is going to a game and being entertained by a game. Now, if you ask me. I don't have any problem with him doing this. But if he also does it with the other side, I don't have any problem doing that. Yeah. Like for me, I like the fact that Trump met with Putin. I like the fact that Trump met with G. I like the fact that Trump met with Kim. I like the fact that Trump met with anybody and everybody. I like the fact that a president's willing to sit down with any of these guys to keep them close and talk to them. I like diplomacy. I like sitting there so you know who I am face to face. You see me kneecap to kneecap to walk away saying, okay, at least this guy's a uh, deal—a guy that I can sit down and have a conversation with. I don't mind any of that stuff taking place. Anyways, let's go to the next story. Before we get into the next story of Rogan and a little bit of insight on questions maybe with Bill Maher because I don't know if you've seen the podcast or not at this point. I don't know if you've seen the comments. I think it's the most commented podcast he's done, 15,000 comments, 14,000 comments I was being told this morning. Let's first go to our sponsor. Go for it, Rob. So, look, I've been in the financial industry since 9-11, the day before 9-11, and I've owned stocks, bonds, mutual funds, real estate, crypto, gold, you name it, I've owned it. But the one thing that's very important part of my portfolio all these years is gold. I love having a percentage of my net worth in gold that I have access to in case of many different things. That's why we chose to work with our new sponsor, American Hartford Gold. If you have retirement funds that you cannot afford to lose, American Hartford Gold will ship physical gold or silver directly to your door. Also, if you have retirement funds that you can't afford to lose, now is the time to call American Hartford Gold, a precious metal dealer you can trust. They have the finest products, amazing customer service, and a buyback commitment. They've earned a five-star rating from thousands of reviews and an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Tell them I sent you, and they'll send you up to $5,000 worth of free silver on your first order. So click on a link in the description or call 866-939-6984. Again, 866-939-6984. Okay, all right. So uh, let's go to Rogan. Joe Rogan puts a video on his Instagram account talking about Spotify. And he says he is renewing his deal. Stories come out. Joe Rogan gets a new Spotify deal worth up to $250 million. Spotify has reached a new deal with star podcaster Joe Rogan that will allow his hit show to be distributed broadly. Rogan's fresh deal estimated to be worth a quarter of a billion dollars over its multi-year term. According to people familiar with the matter, involves an upfront minimum guarantee plus a revenue sharing agreement based on ad sales. Under the new licensing agreement, Spotify will sell ads for and distribute the Joe Rogan experience across several platforms, including a video format on YouTube, which is kind of interesting. And I like that, by the way, because you would want to grow the YouTube audience as well. I don't think the YouTube side was maximized for Rogan, and I'm glad they're doing it this way. So whether it was Rogan's camp negotiating that or Spotify's camp doing that, good for them. And the company said Friday, uh, under his previous deal, the show was exclusive to Spotify. The new deal is emblematic of shifting economics and podcasting, which has matured in both audience reach and advertising spending since Rogan's last deal. Spotify is working to revise the terms of its deals with top talent so that shows are distributed on several platforms uh to maximize their audience and ad sales rather than requiring exclusivity tom well this is
5: great for joe rogan it's great for people that want to hear joe rogan in more places because it's not exclusive now it's broad and this is this is basically um Spotify acting like a capitalist, Pat. Uh, Spotify's loss has been reduced to 70 million euros last year. The loss was 70 billion euros. You know, 70 million dollars not a lot of money. Um, not not when you're uh, almost four billion dollars of um, revenue. Mm-hmm. Spotify is. Mm-hmm. And a year ago they lost 270 million dollars. So Spotify has been trimming things that don't work and renegotiating and renewing in different ways things that do work. And there's a big ad. But Rogan's got a lot of upside on this on the ad side the ad sharing he gets a lot of leverage up so rather than just paying him straight straight, straight they say hey let's go broad let's not be exclusive and we'll give you more of the ad sales side so uh, it's it's doing well and spotify had about a 17 percent growth year uh, which is significant, growing 17% after we're all back from COVID. they about a seventy percent revenue growth on subscription revenue. So Spotify is acting like a capitalist company, and this is them betting on one of their hits and one of their jewels to keep him at Spotify, broaden it out, make more ad
2: dollars, and
5: grow the company and reduce the loss. This is,
2: this is good. Past five days, look at the stock. is wow. up 15.4%. The market loves what they're doing. By the way, if you go last five days... Up fifteen point seven three percent. Can you go to their market cap right now? See what their market cap is. Uh, what do you see? Spotify It should be right there. Bottom, 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 right there. Forty-eight up billion dollars. Forty-eight point two. Forty-eight point two billion. So if they're up fifteen percent, wow. if you do divided by uh, eighty-five, what number do you come up with, Rob? I know you can do it in your head, please. So, uh, 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 pa, 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 <laughs> okay. So forty-eight. Uh, uh, it was four. So they made. They made roughly. Eight billion dollars this week. Holy crap! Mm-hmm. They made roughly six to eight billion dollars this week, closer to eight billion dollars this week. Okay, after announcing this,
4: that's thing. amazing. <laughs> and, 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 or a quarter of a billion dollars. Yeah, and you I mean, and, and you know, I mean, because you know Joe very well. Like, and it couldn't happen to a, a cooler. They call it the Joe Rogan Experience because it's an experience. He's not only a comedian; he's teaching you. You're learning this. You're finding out about history, and he's not afraid to talk to anybody. He'll have anybody on there. And then when they Except for Trump. Yeah, well, we'll talk about that later. But and and yeah, no, I mean, we still got our bet going, right? Well, you're, you're our know, bet straight. is still happening. But what a, what a, what a necessary voice. And just like you know, you sing it with Elon. That when you're that awesome and you're that popular and you're not scared of everything, and you, you're letting people hear the truth, they gotta come after you. And I love the fact that uh, him and Spotify, the CEO, kind of were like, okay, and they just brushed over it. I'm shocked to see what to me.
3: Next. This is the least shocking news ever. <laughs> Um, I, cause I remember 2020 when we were in Dallas starting PBD podcast, there was breaking news. I don't what it was right in the middle of COVID, maybe June of 2020, I want to say. And it was like breaking news. Joe Rogan's leaving YouTube, going to Spotify, hundred million dollar deal.
4: Yeah. Right. Yeah. We're
3: like, what the hell? This is what? Yeah. It was shocking. Yeah. Turned out it was actually a $200 million deal. Yeah. So we didn't even have the numbers right. Cause he kind of slow played that. But to me, this is the equivalent, like in sports, just locking down your star. Whether it's Mahomes signing with the Chiefs, whether it's Joe Burrow with the Bengals, whether it's Giannis with the Bucks, you're locking down your star. There's going to be some sort of hometown discount for loyalty because he could go elsewhere and get more money. But to me, the, Joe Rogan seems to be a creature of habit he he keeps his uh circle very tight. He's very loyal. Don't forget Daniel Eck had his back during everything with COVID. So, I think that
2: this was inevitable and um good for Joe. I tell you what. It, it, again, sometimes ugh, I go I go into restaurants and such a bad thing. And I say that I'd love to run a restaurant one day and just tr- treat customers royally. Yeah. And 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 use data and paying attention and a little bit of being no, no, nosy in when people are talking to see how it can make their day a better day. Shout out to Will Gadera and Reasonable Hospitality. Just because curious what is I'd love to one day run a sports team just to see what it's like. In a like a past life, I I would have loved to have been a agent representing certain talent, certain people, right? Managing certain talent, you know, being an agent, you know, negotiating on on their behalf. Uh I I I knew of a deal that could have gone Joe $350 million. Okay? Yeah. Holy and by the way, here's a part you gotta realize, okay? Why Joe is very different and very unique. Spotify knows they have a great deal here. Spotify knows they underpaid. And, you know, it's, it's important for Spotify to know you're getting somebody that's still very young. How old is Joe, by the 56? way? 56. 56 years old he's 56 years old and if i'm right that's can, crazy can probably just- the whoop the oh, yeah. average wow hey. average 25 year olds butt. you know i'm just happy to hear that 56, 56 is on. still
4: considered pretty young Joel could yeah. be the shun of all of us in this room at yeah. the same time but
2: but, but, the, but the point with this <laughs> is the gorilla. but the point with this is the fact that even though he could have gotten that kind of money he stays shows a lot about his character you don't want to be an athlete that plays for four different teams. Like, I, like for example, let's just use NBA. You don't want to be the guy that, let's just say you get drafted into Cleveland and then you go to Miami and then maybe you go back to Cleveland and then you go to L.A. Not that oh, anybody would ever well do something like that. You, you don't want to be a player like that because yeah. you're constantly changing teams. Yeah. You want to be a guy that comes straight out of high school, goes on place for one team for 20 years, and your name is Kobe Bryant. Yep. You want to be the guy that these guys gave him a great offer, Spotify, and like, listen, man, you had my back when they wanted to cancel me because of those videos and audios. Guess what? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have your back, and you don't forget. Those types of people who remember when you had their back to come back and do that for you, and it's not just about money, you got to salute. Respect to them. I think Spotify won, and I also think Rogan won because now the audience will be able to see it not only on Spotify but also on YouTube. Don't know how they're going to structure that, but I think it's a great negotiation, great deal, and they weren't solving for money only. They were solving for growth, expansion, future partnership. And I like that. I think the meeting was probably, and by the way, just so everybody knows, I have not spoken to Joe about this deal. Not this <clears throat> much. Zero. So it's not like I know anything about the deal. He hasn't called me about the deal. We haven't talked about the deal. Nothing. Nothing that is, is just about the fact that I know I had one offer for him. But The deal is done based on Spotify also wanting to to ask. I foresee that in the negotiation being, hey, what do you want to do to make the deal better? What's important to you? And I think one of the things you'll probably wanted to do was to make sure the growth in YouTube continues. Because he's not far off from, you know, growing that exponentially. He's already there as a number one guy, but I think he can even take it to a whole different level. Anyways, congratulations, Spotify. Congratulations to... uh, um, to Joe. To Joe as well. Yes, Bill Maher. That was an interesting oh. podcast. You guys have a chance to. Uh... Yes. I watched, watched it twice. So tell on, me about on it. The other you watched it twice. Yeah. Land. Tell me about it.
1: Not
3: once. Twice. So um, you said, guess how guess how much I spoke versus he spoke before we even saw the yeah. the interview. And I was like, I don't know. You probably spoke more. You're the one being interviewed. He probably spoke 80% of the time at minimum. Fair number or no?
2: A guy tweeted saying, "Bill spoke eighty I think the top comment was, "Bill spoke eighty-seven percent of the time." Eighty-seven percent. Yeah,
3: when he's doing the interview. So the 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 interview has fifteen thousand comments. You said at this something point, something like that. Yeah, insane. Um, the I think the the credit goes to you, PBD. What was that? Keep going. Okay. The credit goes to you for just this was you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> The, the Gavin Newsom thing was interesting.
4: How he says... What do you say, Vinny? Well, well, I, just, I, but, but, I love like, Gavin I, I did, Newsom. I did the Tom. I actually wrote... So, yeah. first of all... So, the,
3: the 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 poking when you're like... So, you know, because Democrats love
4: data. They're data-driven. Yeah. Data, statistics. No, it, They love it. it they love it it. it. it showed me... First of all, in that love interview, it. you exposed how... You expose him, okay? Without his writers, Pat, without his liberal audience, and in, in the, you know, in the, what's the show? Real Time with Bill Maher. Yeah. He's when, that are told when to applaud and when to. This is a moment where you got to find out who he was as a individual by himself with nobody else helping him out. And here's my thing: anyone that could utter the phrase "I love Gavin Newsom" with a straight face and be and, and be honest with themselves. Loses all credibility when it comes to anything political. I don't want to hear any of that, okay? And not be his wife. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, and he goes, because what you said, you're a results-driven guy. Uh, why? Because he said wants-
2: Democrats are more uh, data, uh, detail-driven.
4: And you notice how when you were like, okay, give me... The fact, you know, okay, okay, uh, he there's there's zero answer for why you're going to vote. It's it's the anything but Trump attitude. And then regarding his abysmal way uh, Newsom has run Cali to the ground. This is you know why he loves him, too. Besides, you know, slick hair, which he kind of got my style. Uh, Nothing that's (laughs) happening in California really affects Bill Maher. Think about it. He's filthy rich. So he doesn't care, Tom, about the 60 percent in taxes or the record high gas prices because. He can afford it.
5: It's a cover <clears throat> charge he can pay.
4: Yeah, think about this, time. He doesn't care about the high crime in Cali, Pat, because he lives in a safe area that probably has gates and security with guns. He doesn't care that California's, he doesn't have any kids, so he doesn't care that the California education system is so bad that two out of three Californian students failed to meet the math standards and more than half didn't meet the uh, state's English standards. Thank you. He doesn't have kids. Nothing that affects the average person bothers him so he's just like yeah that smug arrogant attitude and you you I think you nailed it cuz you stayed calm you stay and facts Always win. And when somebody can't give you answers or back up their claim, you made him look ridiculous. And that's why 15,000 people are still commenting right now. Because you couldn't... By the way, amazing socks, PBD. Just throwing that out there. But when you say, give me an answer why you love him. And he goes, oh, okay. Huh? okay," There's no answer. Why? You're voting for him because he's not Trump. Maybe play that's this clip,
2: it. Rob. Just play this clip on the exchange with uh, uh, on Newsom. Do you like Newsom? How do you feel about Newsom? I had him on my show Friday. I saw that.
6: And... Uh, I, I, first of all, I love him. Just, (laughs) you just like a guy or you don't. I've known him for a long time. He's done my show for a long time. Do do I love everything he does as the governor of California? No, I don't. I wouldn't say I'm undertaxed. Uh, (laughs) yeah, it's this, I have issues with this state. He's a guy. One reason I want him to run for president. Well, it's because he's obviously a winner. This guy could fucking do it. It's insane that we have the guy, but we can't run him because the we have to tiptoe around to Biden. And The fight. final winner. I love that well, he would win the election. Oh, so so he would win the election. So he's a talented debater, speaker, communicator, yeah, deflector, and, and politician. And right. he's a smart guy. He's right. he's a smart, real guy with a pair of balls. Do I love everything? No, you never know. Do with a politician. But first of all, I think if he ran for president, it'd be great because it would force him to move to the center. Now what? you're running not just in California. Yeah, I, mean, I mean, this is well, California. It's weirdo world. Are you are you a
2: are you it's a weirdo uh, in the world? Are you a results-driven guy? I love this.
6: No, I like to think watch things yeah. fall apart. I mean, you you I mean,
2: wouldn't build a show that you win build and win at the levels you won, you know, for decades if you weren't results driven, right? I mean, you're 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 Bill Maher, you know. What, I, what about what do you mean? What's the point about so results? Exactly driven. where I'm going with you. So results, So results driven yeah. guy, right? What areas has Newsom won in? You said he's a winner. Winner of the election. He could know. win the election, but okay. based on what? though? Do you want results? Like what has he done? To California to say he's a winner. What, what? Uh, oh God.
6: Uh, uh, I don't know. I it's too. He doesn't know you He made it rain, okay, dude. Yeah. right
2: there, by the way. Now, do me a favor, go to Twitter. Exactly what I just said. I, I actually wanted to know because there's no way in the world you've ran a state and you don't have victories, right? Let like our big victories. So, I put on Twitter serious requests. Could someone list three things Newsom did to improve the state of California? I'm curious. And if you go to the bottom and go through comment section, this thing, you know, the got, <laughs> I don't know how many comments. Right. Look at that yeah. one improve right the there. Sales for- <laughs> improve the sales for U-Haul. Improve the Kagan's looking glass. Improve the rate. It relies on government funding. Improve the amount of money the IRS receives before U-Haul. Keep going to the next one. Keep going to the next one. There's a bunch of different comments there. Obviously, that's the one with DeSantis, with DeSantis with Fetus, which he was showing. Go up a little bit on DeSantis poop one. Maps. Yeah, the poop maps. Uh, go a little bit higher, Rob. Yeah, where it says uh, human feces reports are booming in uh, <laughs> California. Anyways, so so the point the point here becomes as purely data, you know, it's purely data on what's going on, and I could nobody could list anything about what the guy's done data-wise. You can like somebody my, for, for instance, l- imagine if Newsom was your cousin, my cousin. If he's your cousin, imagine if Newsom was somebody you went to high school with, maybe somebody you played football with. And maybe he was a guy that actually blocked for you, and you were a receiver, or he was a tight end, and you actually, he actually protected you, right? Maybe you have some kind of affinity to the guy. I mean, there's some kind of loyalty okay. because there's a relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Fine. I get defending because you are friends. Mm-hmm. Cool. But at the end of the day, data's data is data. Okay, there is, there is nothing one can say on why the number one state that's lost the most customers ever is Newsom. You know how he says... And this is his famous line. He says, well, you know, California is the the fifth largest economy in the world. And, you know, California is the the same as the uh, equivalent of 21 states combined. And that's what California. Okay, great. You know what he sounds like? You know, the Vanderbilts, he was the richest man in the world. Okay, You know, his kids were the snobbiest, sloppiest, you know, you want to call them a, a spoiled kid's that wasted the money. Mm-hmm. So you can still be rich, but you lost a lot of your daddy's money. Mm-hmm. Newsom is that billionaire's son whose dad used to be worth $40 billion after he died. Now the son is worth $17 billion, but he says, I'm still one of the richest men in the world at 17. Yeah. yeah, but you lost your dad's $23 billion. You lost customers that left your state. There is no other way. There has to be a way to judge somebody's record right there has to be like in sports mm. how do they judge a big man i saw a debate between uh, uh somebody on espn with Stephen a smith how do you judge a, a great center based on what but, but center it comes to rings yeah. right how do you judge a great podcaster based on what views 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 and what eyeballs subscribership so, eyeballs views. influence yeah how do you judge a great singer you know, uh, the hits, hits. hits and what Singing else? soul. you can say whatever you want about Taylor Swift. We can sit and bitch about the fact that she's gonna, you know, endorse Biden, which she will. And guess what? It's gonna help. Yes. Why though? Because she's got hits. You can hate Taylor Swift all you want. She made $5 billion from her music last year because she's got data. And stats and customers willing to go. I couldn't name you one of her songs. Not one of her songs could I name. But guess what she has? She has stats, right? No matter how much we say, even about people you don't like, if they have data, you have to be quiet. I'm not a LeBron fan. Guess what? You know what the data backs up? That he's the second greatest player of all time. You have to give him that, uh, that credit. He is not my favorite guy to watch ever. Yeah. But he's the second greatest basketball player of all time. Yeah. Why? Based on what? Based on stats. There's yeah. nothing debating that. So when you say Newsom is a winner, and you can't name stats, that's when I'm like, I don't know where this discussion is going to go. I so love it. the. I um, flipped in and I started interviewing instead of you know being a guest on the show. I
3: love the Vanderbilt reference because you run a sales organization. You've, yes. you've licensed how many agents in your day? PPD fifty plus thousand. Fifty thousand freaking agents, but the top guys. You know, the 1% of PHP, for example, um, you're talking about data, you're talking about uh, results-driven approach. I'm sure you have a guy in the organization that's like, dude, remember, Pat, in 2019 when I was the number one guy and this is what I've done, but where are you at in 2024? Yeah, of course. Where are you at in 2024? The old what-have-you-done-for-me-lately approach. The reason that LeBron, to use his name again, still has credibility – this guy's still putting There's up no numbers. There's no question about
2: that. He's yeah. still putting
3: yeah. up numbers. He got um, nominated or uh, vote counting. 20th All-Star game ever. Broke the record, right? Yep. LeBron, whether you disagree with him or not, he's still putting up results. The, the Gavin Newsom thing, I think, why the Vanderbilt uh, metaphor is so appropriate. It's like he's still clinging to the talking points of how great California was slash still is GDP-wise, But if you go through those comments, how many people were able to put together a three-point cohesive statement of what Gavin Newsom has done? This is the age-old conversation we've had, personality over politics. I'm happy you said that. Ron DeSantis destroyed Gavin Newsom with facts and data in a debate. Yet, yet, Gavin Newsom still won that freaking debate. 100%. Because politics... Is entertainment at this point? Yep. You have to win the crowd, as they say in Gladiator.
4: And, but, and the crowd ain't looking. But into isn't the that? Data. But isn't that? Doesn't that? Isn't that kind of not scary? It's kind of dumb, if you ask me. Like somebody like a Bill Maher that's just like he'd one hundred percent vote for Gavin with zero stats, horrible track record. you know, Adam, you know why? Because it's not Trump. It's That is, at the end of the day, they would rather have somebody that's going to screw them over, but he's not this guy. And that's where the Trump derangement syndrome You ever syndrome seen the movie is.
2: Original Sin? Oh, damn. When with Angelina I Jolie and yeah, Antonio long, Banderas? Yeah, I mean, oh a long time ago. Okay, so what's the oh, issue God. with that movie? What is the issue? What is the premise of that movie? Antonio cannot leave her because her spell has gotten him. Mm-hmm. He lost everything, right? She destroyed his life. But he is obsessed with her right sometimes you can be obsessed with somebody that can destroy your life Um, hmm. because they are attractive and they're smooth and they're good every man's fallen for this before every woman has fallen for this before if you haven't fallen for it before maybe because the market's not interested (laughs) odds are you have fallen for this before who was it that
3: compared california to their ex-girlfriend was it mike Mallard?
2: Mike, Mike Malin. He's yeah. like it's like that ex girlfriend yeah. that you just can't that's, get that's, over. That's, She's horrible that's, for it's you. A great analogy. She's
3: ruining your life, but you just can't yeah. look but away. Got that good, you good. Last, yeah. got that good, good. The, the last word of Gavin Newsom in is the mountains.
2: The last
5: word of Gavin Newsom is you got to remember perception and position. Or the is the realm of the politician, and that's all he needs to do. He's got the perception, and that is exactly what Bill Maher was talking about. He's a winner. He's a perception of a winner. He's running for president, which is dangerous because you run on perception and position. He's not running for CEO, which is on results and stats. If he's running for CEO, Ron DeSantis would be leading by 40 points to be president right now. But it's perception and perception, which makes it very dangerous, which is why it's important to be an informed voter and to understand where you're putting your vote and what you're doing, because there's consequences, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. And Gavin Newsom has never won a competitive election in in his life. You take a look at the elections that he's been in and the position that he's taken, becoming mayor of San Francisco and and, and how, if, if you win the Democrat primary as the mayor of San Francisco, you... You could be the guy pooping on all the streets, and you're still <laughs> going to win the election yeah. to be mayor. Let's yeah. it's, it's face it: if if you've got the little blue D by your name, he has not won a competitive election because of the way that the populace in California has chosen to vote. And now the stakes are high because
2: he could be on a national stage, Fantastic. and it's dangerous. Very insightful what you said: perception and, and position, position. Mm-hmm. perception and position. Beautiful. Fantastic insight on that. Anyways, okay. And they say perception is reality. Well, so the, let's, let's go to the next story. it can be story.
3: your nightmare tomorrow.
2: Let's go exactly. to the next story. Rob, let's go to the border story. Yes. Okay, so let's go to the border story on what's going on over there. Here we go. So a border deal to cut illegal immigration is released after months of talks. Okay. So border deal is what they call it. So if something is called the border deal, what would you expect – the percentage of the money to be used to protect One, the border, right? 100%. Like, so, right, because if you say it's a border deal, well, then let's let's actually Somebody make it a border a deal, deal, right? Hmm. So Senate leaders have released a bipartisan bill aimed at reducing illegal border crossing while providing $118 billion in funds to Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and U.S. borders changes. The bill establishes a new asylum process, sets higher standards for asylum claims, and limits the number of immigrants claiming asylum to prevent system overload. I've seen enough. This bill is even worse than we expected and won't come close to ending the border catastrophe, said Speaker Mike Johnson. President Biden supports the bill, calling the immigration provision the toughest and fairest set of border reforms in decades. The legislation aims to end catch and release with a new process. For rapid migrant processing and heightened Mm -hmm. screening, it allows for immediate deportations for those who don't qualify for asylum alongside temporary shutdown powers if daily crossing exceed certain thresholds. Here's what I want you to be thinking about. How much money did we just say? $118 118 billion. $118 billion, okay? Out of the $118 billion, I want to ask the audience, okay, out of the $118 billion, how uh, how much of it do you think is being used for the border? <laughs> how much of it do you think is being used for Ukraine? Okay, I want you to think about it. I hope that's not being shown yet. What what portion of that money you think is being used? Do you know the number, Adam? I or don't, ca- no. So what portion of the one eighteen do you think is being used for the border? What percentage do you think is being used for Ukraine? So. It's 118
3: between Ukraine, Israel, Taiwan, and the US border. You want to know the
2: percentage? Just that me, is going to Ukraine. Maybe give the dollar amount. You got 118 okay. billion dollars. How much of it is going to the border? Because it's called the border to the border, bill. border. Our border. I would say 10
3: billion dollars to the border. And I would say uh, probably 75 billion to Ukraine.
2: Very close. The numbers 20 billion goes to the border. Okay. 60 billion yeah. goes to to Ukraine. <laughs> Makes sense. 14.1 billion for Israeli security assistance and about 20 billion to the new border policy. It includes 2.4 billion for operations in Red Sea, where Houthis, Rebel, in Yemen have launched attacks on shipping. Uh, Vinny, when you see something like this, w- w- what are you thinking about with this bill here? Uh,
4: it, uh, dude, w- you want to talk about baffled? The fact that, first of all, it's called the Senate's $118 billion emergency national security bill. It's supposed to be for our National security. So, by the way, half the money is going to Ukraine. 20 for us. I I hope everybody's paying attention. 14 billion is going to the security of assistance to Israel. And just to make it fair, $10 billion in humanitarian assistance for the civilians caught in the conflict zones of Gaza. They have to give some money for the innocent people that are getting uh, murdered. So it would also, ready for this, require homeland security to nearly shut down the border. Not definitely... But nearly, so, and, and you mentioned it, Pat, it's, it happens if the illegal migrant crossings increase more than 5,000 a day in any given week, or if the average daily encounters reach 4,000 people a day in a span of a week. So 1.8 million illegals would be coming in every year. I'm going to say that again. Almost 2 million, 1.8 million illegals are going to be coming into the country. What is it now? Four? I think four million? Something like that? It's going to be that. So, and by the way, let's just be on Guys, and we throw, uh, we throw around these numbers. Think about this. 60 billion, think, really let that sink in, is going to Ukraine. Buy Half the money, gone. That's why I'm happy that the Republicans are fighting it. And P.S., uh, I'm tired of everybody going like this, Patrick, because you hear this a lot. Well, Joe... Joe Biden, can't he even said, he said, give me the power. Joe Biden and his administration with Mayorkas created this catastrophe. And it it is a catastrophe. And just FYI for everybody out there, under existing laws that we have right now, including the Immigration Nationality Act of 1952, the president of the United States can turn every single illegal alien away from the border if he thinks it's necessary to safeguard our national security. Every single One of them. okay, And all he has to do is enforce the law. But if Biden did this, the Democrats would lose all the votes because let's not be stupid. I know you guys aren't dumb. You know, this is all votes for generations to come. And you wouldn't be able to launder all this money to to Ukraine. That's the number one thing. And think about this. Biden refused. I want you guys to pay attention. Biden refused to use his executive order to reverse the disaster that he used his executive authority to create and use Supreme Court to fight Texas. Yeah, exactly. Think, think about that. Like, the president of the United States and the government are suing a state because they're stopping the influx of all these votes. And uh, it, it's, it's absolutely nuts, and it should piss
2: off the people. Tom, I hope everybody's waking up. Tom, what are your thoughts on this? I'm going <coughs> to show you guys a couple videos right now here in a minute. It's going to piss people and, off. And, and FYI, before I go to Tom, can you do me a favor, Rob? Do you have the WAPO story you were showing and the WSJ story? I want to show something, the difference here. Okay. Go to the top of the story so the audience can see the WSJ logo. Okay. So this is WSJ, right? And this story is about what? The border deal cut illegal immigration quickly runs into trouble, right? Now go to the WAPO story, and it says what? Senate negotiators release sweeping border and military aid bill. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now let's do a quick comparison between these two. On WSJ, okay, go to WSJ. If they're saying they're spending the money, how quickly do you want to know how much money it is? And how quickly do you logical people want to know what percentage of the money is being used for the border? How quickly do you want to know that? It's in the first paragraph, second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, or last? Right in the beginning. Okay, let's see when WSJ shows it. Go up a little bit. Here we go. First paragraph, no. Just a little bit about the bill. Second paragraph, no. But the third one, pretty much at the top, it tells you $118 billion, 60 billion to Ukraine, 14.1 to Israel, 20 billion to the border, right? And how many paragraphs are there? That's one, two, three, keep going. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, keep going, keep going. 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, keep going. 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. So out of the 28... Oh, my God. Which paragraph is the numbers in? Number three. Three. Go to WAPO. So you're going to WAPO. Let's do the same exact game. Who owns WAPO? Let's see. Who else? Jeff Bezos. Yeah, weird. Let's see when we're going to know what percentage. Look at what it says. The $118 billion national security package is a top priority. Sorry. Okay. Okay, let's go a little lower. See how many paragraphs. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, wow. 13, 14, keep going, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, keep going, 20, 21, 20 uh, 21, 21, 21, out of how many? Go to the last 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28, 29. <laughs> out, of, out of 30 paragraphs, 21. And I never saw the number 60 for the point. amount See when Ukraine. they say Ukraine, by the I, way. I don't find exactly when they say Ukraine. Because what I saw, I thought it was the last paragraph. I want you to find, no, no, Rob, you don't need to be up there. They don't show it. Oh. Just go. Just type in 60. Control F60. Just type in 60. Don't even put the dollar sign. What paragraph is that? $60 billion to Ukraine. Go all the way to the bottom. Yeah, look at that one that's coming up. Like paragraph 18. Yeah. Why? Hide the number on when it's going to Ukraine. WSJ is saying, here's where the numbers are. Logical people want to know numbers immediately. Emotional people just want to know that we're fixing the border. No, we're not fixing the border. They should spend that $60 billion protecting the border with all the stuff that's going on. Where a video like this on 60 Minutes, where the lady was shell-shocked, kudos to 60 Minutes for actually showing this. I'm shocked. Yep. They let it happen. Play this clip here, Rob. They just start we coming wonder around how the corner.
0: all of these migrants knew about this particular entryway into California. The answer was in their hands. How do you know about Halloween? that? Halloween. Oh, okay, the TikTok. TikTok. Oh, you learned on TikTok? This Chinese yeah. people? Yep. TikTok oh, is a cool. social media yeah. platform created in China. China. The post we found had step-by-step instructions for hiring smugglers and detailed directions to that hole we visited.
6: Wow, God. Look, we were they,
0: by just in. They're how not orderly away. and routine it come all on seemed. on everybody. The migrants walked about a half mile down a dirt road and waited in line for U.S. Border Patrol to arrive. you me? By the so way, you know, how much they,
2: you know how much it costs many of these guys to come here? $14,000. Each person? Some of these guys. One of the guys being interviewed, he says, yeah, I went to, uh, I went to uh, uh, Spain, and then I went to Nicaragua, and then Costa Rica, and then Colombia, and then I went over here. $14,000 to finally come here, and they learn how to do it on TikTok. So, on Tom, your thoughts on this? You... you So whenever you see a bill and you see the name of the bill in election year, it's almost like getting
5: juice for your kids. If it says orange juice and you turn around the back of the bottle and says contains less than two percent fruit juice. Ever seen that? Yeah. Let me tell you, folks, you should be turning the bottle around on everything you see on something like this. And, you know, you're you're the. The titles they get put on it you can't defend you know the the news reporting here on on the biases on how far it goes back and forth because they're not helping you you, you got to look into it and you got to read multiple stories and figure out what's going on and what this is this is election year pork because there's still a group of people in congress that want to keep funding ukraine there's a there's a a a, a wing of the <clears throat> national security agency and a prominent, mainstream presidential candidate, Nikki Haley, I'm looking at you, um, who wants more for Ukraine, wants more for the defense industry, and and a deal cut. This is a deal. That's why you call it a border deal bill. What made the deal? Everybody made a deal. Everybody cut a deal. And there's a little for this, a little for that, a little for this. You know, it, it, you just have to read the back of the bottle. And the back of the bottle here is that American people just are putting billions and billions and billions more on top of our deficits on top of our debt to do all the things that's here some of them have noble purposes but it's pork man this is just a big barrel of pork being spread around for everybody's interest putting a spin headline on it and selling it think about and i'll give you another example just really quick the affordable care act remember that obamacare Mm -hmm. affordable care act now we know it was to get Critical insurance for 30 million Americans. Remember that number? Simple. Affordable Care Act, we need to do it for 30 million Americans. What we saw later is it was a three-year moratorium on price increases, and then it was unlimited price increases. Adam, you're an independent professional. You probably know people that were independent professionals that went and got health care. It allowed them to raise health care prices 20% a year for the next five years. Remember that? That the health insurance ended up being more expensive for... Five years after Affordable Care Act than it was before. Read the back of the bottle. Contains less than 2% real fruit.
2: Alan, thoughts but, on this? So,
3: you know how um, you know the biggest criticism that Republicans get is that if they're rhinos, right? Oh, he's a rhino. He's a rhino. What does that mean? What does that mean? He's a Republican in name only. Uh, that's the, the equivalent of what this border bill is. It's a border bill in name only. This is a foreign aid package um, grouped in with a border bill. And uh, it's you know, to Tom's credit, turn the turn the back of the fruit juice around and see what the ingredients are. I, the the uh, biggest thing I think I just want to add is this: the, the the key players here is Speaker of the House Mike Johnson. Did you see what he said on um, Meet the Press over the weekend? He sort of distanced himself from Trump because Trump is playing politics with this. He's basically Trump does not want this deal because he wants to run on this. I will clean this up. I will fix the border. Don't sign this bill. It'd be good for his politics. Um, Kristen Welker came out and flat out asked uh, Mike Johnson, are you basically following Trump's lead on this? He said, no, I'm the guy. I'm the guy running the House. I'm the guy saying that this is what this is.
2: That's so funny. Is this what you're talking about? Yeah. Is it worth watching or not really? Because I've only got 17 likes.
3: I don't know about this video, but I'm
4: telling you, he basically said that he's... The but, guy but, running the show. But what's Hold the on. point about Trump? But here, but not to stop you, but who, Trump running on whatever, nobody should be cool with this bill. I don't give a shit if you're a rhino, left, right, tall, short. Nobody should co-sign on a bill that's giving half of it to Ukraine. Trump sh- Trump doesn't need to run on anything. Who Who in their right mind? If you're well, right, You are you want to know who in their right mind? Who would, You want to know? D- Mitch McConnell. Uh, how about every single senator that signed off on this? Yeah, and guess what? They're, all, they're all corrupt. They're all corrupt, and they're Republicans all Republicans and Democrats. Because guess what? The average American that's out there, the people out there that are busting their asses, barely paying their rent and all that shit, and paying all this crazy tax to fund Ukraine. To hell with that shit. The Americans, by the way, and no wonder why the, the majority of Americans are pissed off. They can't even find the damn story. They just see 118 mm-hmm. million buried in it. But that, that but I answer. I want to know the Billion. answer about him. What? What? What is it? Why does Trump need this to run in anything? Anybody should be against this. He should be against this. She should be against it. Any I think, American. I think
2: what he's saying is he doesn't want it to be fixed, so it can help him get reelected. Because if Biden fixes it, there's not another problem to fix. I think that's what you're trying. That's to exactly say. Yeah, That's exactly what I'm saying. That's what he's I, saying. Yes. So he's saying. If God forbid, they fix it. So this is, this is, the, this is the, the liberal argument. The liberal argument is what he just said right there, which is great, because we, we, we want to know all the arguments. The argument I've heard, and I even had this conversation with Chris, is, look, they, they have something here. Why don't they want to sign it? Because they know, Trump's going to know, that this is not going to help them if this gets, uh, 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 this gets through. But the reality to the people of that camp, let's play that card. Hey, Dems, do you really want to take that away from Trump? Do it. I dare you. You know how? Use $118 billion. Use all of it on the border. Build a damn wall twice as big. Put a military in front of it. Call the military. Protect it. Shut it down. Don't take anybody asylum coming in here for a year. And then guess what? You took it away from Trump, but you will not do it. Because you're going to use that money to give it to who? You're going to use that money to give it to Ukraine. You know that. You, you know you're going to be doing that. You know Ukraine is losing the war in a major way. By the way, you know what Ukraine just did? Did you guys hear about what Ukraine built? About a year and a half, it just got, I think it just got done. Do you know what Ukraine just built? They built a brand spanking new funeral that fits one and a half million people. Why? Why are you doing that, Ukraine? <laughs> a cemetery? Why now? are you, you mean- building a cemetery oh. that fits one and a half million people? any reason why you're doing that? Really? Yeah, and that's at the beginning of the war pretty much. If you can validate this, Rob. New cemetery. New cemetery for how many people? Uh, 1.5 million. New cemetery for one and a half are being built in Ukraine. That's August 20th of 2023. That ain't for COVID. (laughs) So you can't be like, well, they're doing it for COVID. No, what are you doing it for? Because they're losing the war and no one's talking about it. Wow. They're getting their asses handed to them by this guy in Russia that they keep selling, that they're getting crushed while they're building missiles in ways that all the other military-industrial complex cannot keep up with. Russia's getting their stuff, and they're ready. And they're, they're ready for all the stuff that's going on. And NATO's keeps saying, hey, U.S., keep pumping the money, man. You guys are awesome. We won't do it. But, right, U.S., you guys keep wasting that money. Let's make U.S. weak room. Hey, U.S., more money. Can you guys do it? You guys are so noble. You are so noble. Can we get Zelensky at the house again to look sad? <laughs> and you guys in the back. Yeah. Go like this. You look so noble. In your legacy, they're going to play this when they go to the museum one day, and they're going to see you were clapping like this right behind Zelensky. You guys are such awesome, noble human beings. Yeah, one and a half million people. Why? One and a half million people. What in a country? That's how big? For what? No. So for me, where I'm going with this is slightly different. If liberals truly want to hurt Trump from winning, do it. Go ahead and do it. I dare you. I dare you to take 100% of $118 billion, put it on the border, shut down the border for a year and a half, no new people coming in, including asylum, protect it from everybody. Yes, you will increase your chance of winning by 5%, and that's all you need. But I guarantee you, you will not do it. (laughs) So don't worry to the people that are on the other side. They're not going to do it. So to the liberals that are saying, well, look, they don't even want to pass this bill because it's not a border bill. It's a Ukraine bill. That's why. Take the $60 billion out and see how much it would change. Go on and take it out. But you won't do it. You know who else won't do it? McConnell won't also do it. Why won't he do it? Because this is about the establishment not wanting to mess with something like this. They're not going to want to do that. This isn't something they're interested in doing. So you're right in the fact that Trump's camp is concerned about that, but if the liberals truly want to hurt his chances, take six, if if right now, imagine, the spokesperson on the left comes out and says the following. We have made a decision. Um, We are not sending the bill, 60 billion to Ukraine. The border in US is such a priority because America first. This is the greatest country in the world and we have to protect our people and we can no longer tolerate people beating up cops. We can no longer tolerate things like this. We have to protect our citizens who are born here. That's what we have to do. Yes, Trump will have a hard time beating the left if they do that. This is how big of a chance that they'll do it. You see it? <laughs> like that is. Zero. Yeah. And you, you won't do it. And, and you that's why they it.
3: won't do a standalone bill on anything. Right now, uh, Mike Johnson is, is proposing a standalone bill on Israel. That's the, I think the Democrats and the Republicans both agree uh, on that. But they are far from agreement. On the border in Ukraine, and that's what both sides are basically trying to hitch their wagon to, to basically say at the end of the day they got to come to some sort of compromise. The Democrats want to fund Ukraine, Republicans want to fund the border, and they got to figure
4: something out. But isn't that? But doesn't that blow your that, that? Blows my mind that that's the argument. And then you have Mitch McConnell going on yeah. on the news going with this little a.k.a. Penguin looking. At the, he said, guys, if we don't give Ukraine 60 million dollars, 60 billion, 60 billion. Sorry, 60 billion you, know what be? you know what he said? He goes, American soldiers will die because this war is going to expand into Europe and we're going to lose soldiers. So wait a minute. You're saying basically give me this money or else Americans what are going shame. to die. They're ashamed. But, but you nailed it.
2: If we have the that 118 million. Do it, Democrats. Yeah. I endorse this message if you do it. Do it. You will not do it. Not happen. Go ahead and do it. Yep, go ahead, because ha- you care about America first, don't you? The, the, the Democrats care about America first, right? Yeah. Not Ukraine. Ukraine is second. America's first. No. Yeah. If that's the case, go ahead and play ball. Do it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you will hurt them. But you're not going to do it. That's why the bill is not being passed, because you're playing politics. And you're using more than 50% of $118 billion for Ukraine. Come on. Yeah. Get out. But they're going to call it the border and, bill. And, and yeah. by the way, for the people that are like, well, Patrick, aren't you an immigrant? legally. We applied for green card in 84. 84. My mom was worried if I'm going to serve the military in Iran. We lived there till November, till July 15th of 89. Then went to Germany at a camp. We waited a year and a half. Then finally we got our green card. November 28, 1990. Came here legally. Weird word. Legally as a proud American. Mm -hmm. Born in Iran, made in America legally is the key word. The biggest difference about immigration is not that we don't want immigrants coming here, but we want them legally. That's what matters. And by the way, that
3: is why Trump is losing support from who? The Latino community. And there's a tons of stats we can go over. I don't know if you want to go into this now, but the base of the Latinos, what percentage in 2020 do you think voted Biden versus Trump? It's a double digit. Lead okay? okay right now, dead even amongst Latinos because Latinos understand especially be, be, that have been here legally are like what what is what is happening here yeah. that I came you here legally loo-
2: Trump's losing support with Latinos no 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 he has now it's dead even oh yeah yeah
4: oh yeah where it was double digit increase for Biden yeah. in yeah. 2020 totally weird. and I then get if, it. And then, yeah, because they sold the whole, he thinks all Mexicans are rapists,
2: BS crap. Let's, but, go, into, let's go into a little bit about the economy right now. Okay, let's sure. go to, uh, uh, pa, 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 Which one's here? here we go. Luxury home values to decline across the globe this year, uh, uh, reports say. So this is, this is bad news for certain markets, folks. Uh, if you're in, here we go. Premium real estate markets worldwide are expected to face challenge in 2024. With slow residential capital value, growth compared to 2023, particularly major cities. Sevilles predicts that at least a dozen of the 30 global cities it monitors will experience a significant slowdown with high in-home values drop in 0.6%, the low rates since 2019, down from 2.2% 2, 2. in 2023. Affected cities include Hong Kong, New York, San Francisco. Factors contributing to the slowdown include high interest rates, a shortage of available properties, political and property markets, instability in China, upheaval in the tech industry, and cautious office uh, return by workers. Despite these challenges, positive uh, capital value growth is still anticipated in 2023, with cities like Amsterdam, Tokyo, Sydney, Dubai driving the global average at the same time. Powell came out, and I think he was also on 60 Minutes. Tom, you watched the entire interview on 60 Minutes. Mm -hmm. Why, Why is market not happy after what Powell said on 60 Minutes about not lowering the interest rate as much as people want him to.
5: Yeah, we'll talk about Powell, and then we have a, a curious data point happening in the U.S. <clears throat> on housing. So what Powell basically said, and if you—I um, think I'm going to do a doc breakdown of the Powell interview because he went through steps, and I think I'll do that um, maybe within the week so people can understand exactly what he was saying— um, What Powell was talking about is he said, hey, look, there's a couple things going on. Uh, We're only going to lower interest rates probably three times. Here's why because empl- inflation is still sitting in kind of a stubborn place and we're a little worried about it. We don't want it to pop back up. That would be bad. And we've done a good job so far getting it to 3 point, you know, something percent so that we're within striking distance of 2%, but I'm gonna, we need to keep the pressure on because we think it's worked and we think that the economy hasn't fallen into recession because of He called it the resilience of the American consumer. Uh, I call it the drunken spending of the American consumer. Kind of kept the, you know, trillion dollars now, credit card debt, all the buy now, pay later, including delinquencies. But all of that kept the economy humming. And so now he's saying, look, interest rates are going to stay higher longer. And then he cautioned on something. He was right on pricing. He said certain commodities like gasoline have come down. But there's certain permanent price increases that we don't see coming down. He mentioned clothing and suit and food products. He said, hey, inflation has brought them up. They're not coming back down. So the market was disappointed that the interest rates aren't going to come back down so companies can get access to cheap money and that the housing market would get triggered into a higher speed because interest rates for mortgages would come down. So when he's talking on 60 Minutes, he's like, higher rates for longer, three three breaks this year, maybe we'll get down to 6% at the end of the year, and the market goes, no! I wanted my ice cream, I wanted six drops, I wanted cheaper money for, for corporate expansion, no. and I wanted yeah. cheaper money for
2: mortgages to get the housing market going. That's basically... So let me summer. ask you this question. So sometimes, as a Fed Chair, right? He's not pleasing the left nor the right because Trump comes out and says he would replace political Jay Powell as Fed Chair. He wanted to replace Jay Playa as a Fed Chair, accusing him of being political as predicting that he would cut interest rates to help the Democrats this year. Trump was fiercely critical of Powell while he was president from 2017 to 2021, and his latest comments point to serious friction between the Fed and the White House that could erupt next year if he de- uh, defeats Joe Biden in November. I think he's going to do something to probably help the Democrats. It looks like, it looks to me like he's trying to lower rates for the sake of maybe getting people elected. I don't know. When asked if he would offer another four-year term to Powell in 2026, 20, uh, Trump, who is the frontrunner of the Republican nomination, answered, I wouldn't do that, although Trump nominated Powell to fit in 2018. He eventually right. turned against the U.S. Central Bank, accusing it of keeping interest rates too high at the time of the trade wars with China and Europe and a brazen challenge to U.S. central banks' independence. When you hear that, okay, do you think Powell is playing politics or do you think Powell is actually doing a good job?
5: When you look at the last statement that Powell made, I think he's doing a good job. Uh, You look at the last statement, statement that Jay Powell made in the 60 minutes interview, he said, you know, we've done this with integrity and we're not going to give it up now. It was something like that. It was the very last thing he said about integrity. And it was a statement he made at the end. I'm summarizing it there. I'm not quoting him, but I'm hoping we can find that. Um, and I think he's correct. Chairman of the fed is not a political position. But it can be politically inconvenient when they do things for the economy because the other side can claim victory or it can be painful. And that, I think, is exactly what Trump is talking about. Trump's referring to it as political, but I I really don't think it's that political because I would I would if he was kowtowing to Treasury and Janet Yellen and just dropping rates six, seven times, then I would say, what the hell is he doing? Why is he dropping it as fast as he raised it? We don't need to go back to rates that are the. Rob, is low. this the
2: one, Rob? Yeah. Can you play
7: it, please? There are people watching this interview who are skeptical about that. You know, I would just say this. Uh, integrity is priceless. And at the end, that's all you have. And we 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 plan on keeping ours. Do you believe him?
5: <laughs> I do believe him. Yeah. And I think three cuts this year, which keeps dollar value higher. Remember, this makes the dollar stronger uh, on a trade basis. I think that this is the right call. And um, by the way, interestingly enough, did you see I, I don't think I saw anything from Jamie Diamond running to a microphone saying, oh, my gosh, I'm bleeding. This is terrible. We mm. need
3: more rate cuts. I didn't see that.
5: I and think Jamie, Jer- oh, Jamie Diamond is the rational player.
3: Look, I think Jerome, Paul, Jerome Powell has done a great job. I would give him a very high grade. Um, people don't understand. America has had the best recovery since COVID out of any major country in the world. Any country in the world. Period. Name another country that has done better since COVID than the United States. So just. And I don't understand why Biden is not taking credit for this, because largely a lot of part of it is Jerome Powell. Inflation, it was double digits three years ago, currently 3.4 percent. Unemployment skyrocketed during COVID, obviously 3.7 percent. Those are the two things that Jerome Powell is tasked to do. So he is probably the most not name recognizable, impactful person in the country, and I've said his name multiple times on the podcast, we all have, he's that dude. And he never gets entangled in the political incorrectness. Trump nominated him. Now Trump is calling for his head. The guy's doing a good job. This is kind of what like makes me not understand why Trump... This, by the way, but, but what I
2: tell you, I actually like this, that no one likes him. The The less the left and the right like a federal reserve chair guy, the better for the economy, okay? The better neither side likes him. The left, guess what yeah. the left wants him to do? Decrease the rates more. Mm-hmm. Guess what the right wants him to do? Keep the rates higher more. Guess what he's doing? Not what either party wants. Exactly. And you know what? Good for you. He, he He's actually playing the independent role. Now, if he lowers the rates five times, Trump is right. If he lowers the rates only two times, the left is right. If he does it three times, he's staying independent. But
3: he's given – I agree with you, Pat. There, he's given no indication that he's playing politics. He's given no indication that he's picking sides. He's completely independent. And you have to give him a yeah. good grade. I would give him
2: an A. I don't know if I give him an A. I do give him a B plus, And the only reason I give him a B B+, uh, uh, Adam, is because uh, I don't think we're f- – Look, I mean, just – for example – Do you want the Dow to go to 45,000? Lower the rate six times this year. Do you want it to go to 50,000? Lower the rate seven times this year. I'm being honest with you. If he lowers the rate seven times this year, you know where Dow goes to? It touches 45, 50,000. This year, this year, S&P will go past all these record-breaking numbers. But that doesn't mean it's good for the economy he can do that to finish his record as a you know the record break and then the next guy's going to come guess what he has to do he has to increase rates and then the dow's going to drop again so the, the only thing is i say keep the temperature at this as long as we keep rates at 6% where people have to count. and by the way again that hurts me because i'm in a high value thing but if it keeps the rates higher for i think we need to keep and my worry Yeah. What's your worry about If If Trump gets elected, he's going to replace him with somebody else, and they're going to lower the rates extremely low. As a guy in the real estate business, speculation. And if he does that, the economy is going to skyrocket. But then again, we'll have the same thing happening of a lot of fake success, problematic we need to keep it at around a 6% rate. That's a concern of mine. This is not a political position. It's a valid got. It's security, concern. a finance tell you, position I got.
5: The person that's in the, in the cabinet is the Secretary of Treasury Yellen, and she is at odds with Powell right now, and they are trying to push him for more rate cuts. I'm going to do a case study on it in about a week, and I'm going to break it down so everybody can see mm-hmm. the difference between the political player Yellen and Powell, which is exactly as you say, Pat, trying to stay in the middle.
2: Yeah. So anyways, we'll see what's going to happen with that part. Let's go to New York. So New York City... Handout ready? So after the guys <laughs> flip off, beat up the cops, what do these guys do instead? New York decides to hand out fifty-three million dollars in prepaid credit cards to migrant families. Can you imagine that? Like imagine your kids do something and you want to discipline them. What did you do? You did that, you stole money from such and such, shame on you. Here's $1,000. What are you talking about you're doing this? This is not the way, this is exactly that's prompting more of that same behavior of the spoiled child that keeps getting arrested and that keeps bailing them out. So let's go through this, folks. New York City is launching a $53 million pilot program, providing prepaid credit cards to 500 to only 500 migrant families and hotels, replacing the current food service aiming to save the city more... Oh, my... They're making 500 families millionaires. <laughs> city more than $7.2 million annually, says spokesperson for Mayor Adams. The prepaid cards are, can only be used as specific food-related businesses. And migrants must sign an affidavit agreeing to spend the funds solely on food and baby supplies, they must sign an affidavit. So, oh, okay, got it. Yeah, yeah, promise? for sure. I promise yeah. I, the, I'll be in court. So a person
5: that can't be sued with no legal standing in the United has States has to promise you're going to do promise the right thing. Sign I've body. already broken a
2: law seven oh, okay. times. Oh, I'm not um, going to do it an eight time. No way, see. not me. No speaking the amount English. Allocated, no speaking. The amount allocated depends on family size and income. Would a family of four potentially receiving nearly $1,000 a month for food if Successful, the program could expand to all 15,000. My mi- oh my god, 15,000 migrant families and hotels since 2022. Over 150,000 migrants have arrived in New York City, leading to humanitarian crisis and significant costs for the city. With Mayor Adams traveling to Latin America to discourage further immigration, read That's the last sentence work. again. Yeah, Where's exactly. the mayor? <laughs> yeah, in Latin America to discourage immigration. 50 cents blast him. You know, with the plan of giving prepaid credit cards, maybe Trump is the answer, says 50 Cent. After the $53 million, says WTF Mayor Adams, call my phone. I don't understand how this works. Somebody explain. The rapper wrote after sharing a screen grab of the Post coverage, can this... Can, uh, can't explain this. I'm st- uh, stuck. Maybe Trump is the answer. <laughs> Again, he's talking about the whole uh, uh, $53 million. Can you play the uh, Eric I'll, – I'll find a clip and I'll send it to you. It's Eric Adams talking about 50 cents. And, but and go ahead, Vinny. What,
4: what – what, what, dude – as a I was born in Yonkers new York what what the hell is happening to New York? It's Gotham City like what a spit in the face to the homeless people in New York and I don't mean the ones that are just young and like on drugs and they're just begging for money. What about the ones that are just out there? they can't afford it they're 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 dying in the streets, the veterans and everybody it's dude this place has become a it's a joke it's absolutely laughable, and I feel like we're living in like that movie idiocracy it's absolutely. Nuts that this is going on. It's like, bro, wh- why be an American citizen? Being illegal is the way to be. And like, this is the clip right here, right? Pat, this is it.
2: Yeah, go ahead and play this clip.
4: And so I know that on the first brush, you look at it and say, oh, wait
6: a minute, what are you doing? You're giving people cars? But once you dig into the numbers and in the line, you'll see that this was a smart policy shift that we're right. doing on a pilot project with 500 people. If this is successful, We're going to expand it even more so that we can bring down. We got to bring down the cost. 20% we want to bring down the cost, and uh, their team are are doing their job. So uh, I told um, 50 Cent to hit me up. I would love to explain it. (laughs) Uh to him, uh, so that he can go out and do another tweet of saying, You know what? Eric is just a smart manager, and now we understand why he was elected by the people of this city of New York to be the mayor. He may even write a song about me
4: okay joy just to give you guys a heads up. It's my cousin hit me up about the pandemonium that's happening in New York. Just real quick, this money that he wants to give to these people, these illegals, you know, what? besides beating the hell out of New York City's finest and flipping off America, I talked about that last week. Look at what they're robbing this lady to grab her phone. There's a gang of like 60 of them. OK, they're, it's like a moped gang. They're, they're, they're going around New York, grabbing this lady and they're driving. Well, by the way, this is one of the migrant facilities inside uh, New York. Can you play this one? Look at this shit show. They're trying to arrest somebody. Look, don't touch me. Don't touch me. <laughs> no me toque. No, me, talk, no talk, me, me, talk, me Don't touch me. Look at this. man! trying to arrest him. Look, 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 look. Look at this. Look! look at th- that's New York, bro. That looks like a third world country. It is. It's insane. Look, they grab someone and they arrest him. He's on the ground. I'm shocked they did that. I'm shocked they didn't beat the shit out of the cops. And then she's, she's handcuffed too Alright Rob stop this Can you show the moped So apparently There's a moped gang now Of illegals Led by one guy That are going around And robbing people on mopeds Like they do like uh, uh, I, I saw a couple of these videos Like a Mexico and a Venezuela Look at this Rob I send it to you on Slack uh, yeah, this is the video. So, Pat, this lady's walking with her phone. And it then, look, they grab her. And then, look, they drag her. People bow! What? Well, that's in New York. Yeah. That's in New York. They're grabbing people's cell phones. And, look, this people poor lady. Bow. She probably broke her legs. It's absolutely – it's Gotham City. And my question, and I have asked this last week, Pat, where are the New Yorkers? And I hate when people are like, well, what are we supposed to do? Get in the streets. Protest. Do something. Nothing is changing. You're going to be overrun soon. By the, there's how many hundreds of thousands there? They're robbing you. They're shitting I mean, in front this, of you.
2: At this point, oh where are New Yorkers. Where is Batman? I mean, this no is shit. like what they're doing to Gotham City and is no heartbreaking. Shit. And, and where well,
5: is Mayor Adams? Mayor Adams is in Latin America to discourage dude. further migration. I have $53 million in cards. You can walk right across, and Southwest yeah. will give you a free ticket don't do it yeah
2: what is he saying exactly and by the way here's 50 cent responding he says i talked to eric adams he broke down why the pilot program was put in place he appeared to be on point on top of things now i want to talk to the governor Hokel about the laws preventing him from doing things to make the situation better in new york and where the proposed 2.4 billion dollars she's planning on spending on migrants is coming from not my taxes so again, so it seems like Hochul and Adams are going at it, but uh, I don't think either one of them, neither one of them are doing a good job for the city of New York and right it turns now. turns out that, happen. that nobody words, is listening to Kamala. Remember
3: when Kamala was like, don't come.
2: Yeah. Don't come. Right. right. And then right. Trump was like, I'm going to sure. come. Yeah. Uh, sure. So nobody um, is listening ahead, to this. Tom. But here's,
5: here's a, a final point for the economics of the United States, folks. A state can't run a deficit at the end of the year. They have to figure out bonds or they get relief from the federal government. So when New York does this, and New York is then going to blame the federal government, they will blame the federal government for all of the immigrants that came to Texas. Then they'll blame the Texas uh, uh, governor for putting them on buses to New York. And then the federal government will get money sent to New York, which will gap with their spending so basically ladies and gentlemen you and me and our tax dollars are paying for what eric adams is doing because there will be no d- deficit in new york because uh new city because albany will cover and then the united states federal government will cover albany that's the way it works this is coming back to you and me this is not a new york problem this is increasing the deficit of the united states of america and the taxpayers you and me
2: Dang. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so anybody want to move to New York, Vinny? I mean, they're, they're, um, you mean go back? No, I'm good. i am in Florida. Hey, you're already funding it, man. Where's your vote? Where's so, your vote? Okay, next story. Let's go to Joy Reid, hot Mike. You know, she was on The View as a Christian woman, you know, giving her position on why, you know, it's not her fault, the fact that she had a hot mic. You know, it's really Governor Abbott's fault and very noble of her to <laughs> identify who the real person of... Uh, is, is at fault for her saying what she said about war. By, by the way, for some of the people that haven't seen it, Rob, can you pull up what she actually says and just pull up the last five seconds because I don't think this shows it so we can see on the hot mic, if you haven't seen it, if you watch the podcast, you've obviously seen it. But if you don't watch the podcast, this is what happens first. So she's doing this and she goes to, she cuts to a story and watch what she says real quietly
0: Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue.
2: If that bill were the law
7: today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting
0: another fucking war.
2: (laughs) She's a Christian. And then she comes back, Okay, So now she's obviously Mm -hmm. caught and she's on the view they're going to help her out. Go ahead
0: this but last week you had a hot mic moment that got some attention <laughs> let's just say you use some colorful language who doesn't not me um I'm a Christian. but, yeah. <laughs> but it, it seems like you were criticizing president biden for starting another war i don't think you're alone in concerns of that but is that true like what was behind this <laughs> well i'm gonna hit that with a cute no comment no but I, what, what i'm gonna say is i am a person that I'm a study war no more kind of Christian. I'm a red-letter Christian. I don't believe in war, whether it is the governor of Texas literally trying to start another civil war. (laughs) over an issue that his party could solve tomorrow. <laughs> there's literally a bill that they just yeah, could pass. Yeah, a bill for right, Ukraine, you're and, right, and do to the protect the southern border. Issue, yeah. Or whether it's in yeah. the Middle East. I was yeah. deeply against the Iraq war. Right. I was, against. I'm, I'm so an like anti-war Trump. person. Big time. Like Trump. And so, you know, I yeah. don't want to say that there's any side that is specifically to blame here. But I think the idea, I think for most Americans, we're war-weary. I think we're all weary of conflict. That's why we keep giving money like to Ukraine to, Ukraine to continue progress, the war. You're
2: right. We are war-weary. You can pause term- it already right there. It's
4: starting to sound like Trump. Like, the hair is really, mm-hmm. I think, like she's playing the part. Yeah, she's definitely. How about I don't care we,
5: about her hair. I care about her hypocrisy. I think I'm hoping. I mean, the I'm, hair is a little. If she was a real Christian underneath all this, I think you'd see a little humility and a little things coming out. I, I I judge her by her actions, and I'm looking at it, and I see just a hypocrite who is sitting in a job and and doing what the producer in her ear is saying to do. And 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 when the hot mic was there, that was her heart coming out. That's what she.
2: Believes. Why why? But why be upset, Tom? If if she likes Trump's hair, why does that upset?
4: Yeah. You? Why is it? Why is that not? Why is thing? it something like That gets
2: like you to be bitter about it. There's yeah. so many other things in life to be bitter about. You're upset with the fact that she likes Trump's hair. Yeah. Leave it alone. I mean, you I mean, know, this, this is, is America. I mean, I, we were at the. I'm
5: actually trying just to get to the heart of the person and say, let's evaluate the person and just well, close my eyes. How do you get
4: listen? to the heart of the person when you don't look at the top of their head, Tom? You got to start somewhere. And that's that's a Trump attitude of no war. She sounds like Trump, but when she's not in front of the MSNBC camera, she's America's racist, everything sucks, bring on the illegals. But when the mic's off, she's anti-war and she's just like us. But it's weird that she's basically sold her soul for money, for the paycheck, to lie to everybody. Do you believe that? Do you believe I, I think 100% she's... she's one of these, like, and we talked about this. How much are you willing? Because I know, Adam, we talked about this. Like, if somebody gave you $100 million, would you do such, such, and this? I wouldn't be able to do it because of my soul. I can't look at the American people and go, everybody's racist. Let's keep giving money to Ukraine. This is this. Oh, it's not, it's not called pedophile. It's called minor attractive person. I can't do it. I can't do it. And you, this is proof that she's somebody different in front of the camera, but behind closed doors, she sounds like Donald Trump. She sounds like Trump, and I'm, I'm obviously we're joking about the hair, which is hilarious, by the way. I'm just gonna say it. But my my point is, like, you have sold your soul. You're not this person. And by the way, The View, probably one of probably one of my favorite shows that's out right now. Nothing to me is better television than Whoopi Goldberg. Joy Bahar and just a bunch of lonely angry women just that's your, shitting on all oh, your I show? love it. I wake up in the morning the first yeah. I watch Rue right, why don't
2: we why don't we talk about like some great things that's going on in in uh, Vermont Vermont is debating a millionaire tax billionaires tax millionaires tax Massachusetts adds a billion to its budget and paid for school lunches with a similar tax 6 US states including Massachusetts have implemented millionaires' tax to generate additional revenue with Massachusetts adding a billion dollars to its budget in 2023. Massachusetts imposed a 4% tax on individuals earning over 1 million, with half the proceeds allocated to education and half to transportation. Vermont is considering a similar tax, aiming to impose a 3% tax on individuals' adjusted gross income exceeding $500,000 potentially generating an approximately $100 million annually for the state's budget. President Joe Biden has advocated for federal versions of these tax laws, including a proposal for minimum 25% tax on households with a net worth exceeding $100 million. Although some of his other tax increase proposals face hurdles in Republican-controlled House of Representative Tom. What are your thoughts on this Vermont millionaire's tax?
5: Uh, well, that's, there's two parts to that story right there. The first part is very real. Uh, Vermont up there, uh, the land of Birkenstocks and Ben and Jerry and some real, uh, whack thinking. Um, this is, you're seeing the first chapter of true American socialism in terms of income redistribution. Whenever taxes are raised, people scream, ah, oh, they're redistributing income. Nope. That is redistributing income. How much do you got? I have this much. That's not fair. I'm going to take an extra scoop. Because actually it's worse than that. It goes, Did you pay your taxes? What did you earn this year? I earned this much this year, and I've paid my taxes to Vermont and to the federal government, and I passed an audit. Great. How much do you still have left in the bank? Well, over this amount. Okay, we're going to take 4% of it. That's income redistribution. That is Robin Hood. That is take from the rich and give to the poor. I mean, this is the first step of structural socialism, people. This is the first step, and it's on the books. It's not a threat. It's actually working in not working it's implemented in Vermont and Massachusetts and other states behind, so you know get ready buckle up you're you're seeing you're seeing the implementation right here and it it worries me adam so, you know
3: earlier you talked about perception as reality right, and if you ask the average person living in Massachusetts or Vermont or any of the states that are possibly going to be advocating for this millionaire tax. They'll be like, why is it fair that these guys make over a million dollars a year of a net worth of a $100 million? It's not fair, it's not fair, it's not fair. They don't look into the slippery slope of being like the wealth redistribution. They don't go that further. They don't say, well, you know, that's actually antithetical to how we operate here in capitalistic societies. And they're basically endorsing socialism unbeknownst to them. Uh, and that is Bernie Sanders' country, Vermont. So, uh, I would not be shocked if that passes.
2: You would not be sh- uh, shocked if that passes in Vermont. Vermont, Tom, do you think there's any likelihood that eventually that'll be done in the states, like federal, at the highest level, where there'll be a millionaire's tax? You think that'll happen in our lifetime?
5: Yeah, I think it will. And I and federal, not state, federal. federal. Yeah, federal. I think it will because 2024. I'll tell you when it'll happen. If the election, 2024, I, I think it will happen at the federal level in um, March of 2033, when they uh, when the 2032 president is uh, inaugurated. I think that's when you're you're finally going to see it at the federal level. I'm, I'm counting the elections here and I'm counting the years, and I think it's I think it's
3: uh, eight years away. The scariest thing to me is this half a million dollar, 3%. Because, you know, when you throw out ridiculous numbers of tax, you know, if you're worth a hundred million dollars, most people aren't just like, eh, well, you know, who knows how many people like that? You know, we know 150 million dollars ain't what it used to be. It ain't what it used to be, man. We all know that. (laughs) But we know plenty of guys who are making a half a million dollars a year (laughs) and now they're going to take three more percent when you're already basically paying the progressive tax rates. So it's frustrating for High income earners, because this is um, it disincentivizes. That's wealth. the key.
2: That's the key. If you if you keep doing that and you keep going after those guys, you know it's it's your your the incentive to want to work your ass off to your business, and you're literally a slave to your business for many many years. You don't have a life for yeah. many many years. The difference between maybe a second gen, third gen, where you're getting the money from your family and that's passed down to you. And even that, that is the family worked hard to be able to pass it down to the, to the kids. And, you know, there's stipulations on how you pass that money over to them. But you have to incentivize younger people willing to work hard and make that money and keep that money. But apparently that's not something that's popular in the state of Vermont. I got a movie I want to show you and a movie of Alexander that's you know come out. I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. Two, I got a video I saw the other day by someone that I just want to share and get your thoughts on this. And last but not least, we got another video of a McMahon interview of a former employee. This is an older interview for us to watch. Then I got two other stories, and then we'll wrap up cool. with Musk. Rap, go ahead and play this clip. I don't know who sent this to me, but I didn't want to say what she said. I just wanted to share it because... She makes a very interesting point, and I want to talk about it. Let's go ahead and play this,
0: rap. 1% of the population control the world. 4% of the population are their puppets. 90% of this population is a zombie, is a sleeping zombie. And 5% are trying to wake up the zombies. Did you get 1% it? 1% make yeah. sure that the 4% stop the 5% from waking up the 90%. Do it again. Play this it again. This is wow. not a war between two religions. This P- is play, not it play it again. Play it again. Okay,
2: so po- pause, pause it first. So again, let, we caught the first one, which was what? 1% runs the world, 4% are their puppets, Puppets. 90% are zombies, 5% are trying to fight the 1% from controlling the world. And then she gives a second part. Play it again, Rob.
0: 1% of the population control the world. 4% of the population are their puppets. 90% of this population is a zombie, is a sleeping zombie. And 5% are trying to wake up the zombies. The 1% make sure that the 4% stop the 5% from waking up the 90%. This is not a war between two religions. This is not an ethnic war. This is not a racist war. It's none of these. This is the oldest trick in the book. Divide and conquer. This is what war does. They create the division. They make sure you are racist. You're uh, controlled by fear. You are breeding hate in order to divide so they can conquer. Do you know how a magician does his trick? So basically, he has a plan. And in order for him to do the trick without you noticing, he does this loud and thing here so it distracts you constantly. While this is happening, he slowly creeps up from behind to implement his magic trick and then... Magic. That's exactly what the politicians do. They are distracting us with, brilliant. you know, we are not what a human. It's like humans, not this color, this race, right? this religion. Yeah. In order for them, to what's just her name? Can we give her? Cru- Can you see if None the name is given on who this to is?
2: To see if to zoom out a little bit to see if there's a name to it. Okay, there's not a name. Okay, all good. Well, whoever it is, good for you. So again, what was the second part she said, Vinny? You kind of look like you like her. You're not even looking at. I mean,
4: she's, but I mean, she she sounds like someone that I could definitely have dinner with. <laughs> Vinny's like, there like she said too relax, many percentages. The, all I know is yeah, I, I like her already. I heard with the percentages, <laughs> but basically that. But did you hear what she
2: said? Up. The one percent is doing everything they can to not allow the five percent to wake up the ninety percent. Wake up, That's, up but, but it's true. It's very true. And, and, the and brilliant it's not part, racial. It's not religion. It's not any of that. It's, it's divide it's and conquer. don't wake
4: them up because the ninety nine percent. We have the power, but they're very very good at making us all fight on some dumb shit. So guess what? If you're
2: watching this, which one are you a part of? Think about it. The five. Are you are you part of the one, the four, the five, the ninety? Think about the the. And by the way, everybody at one point was part of what camp? The, the 90, ninety camp, of course. Everybody was part of the ninety camp because so it's so easy to buy into what these guys are saying. They got the degrees, they got the education, they look good, they looked the part. You know, they went to XYZ school. They should know what they're doing, right? They're smarter than me. I should listen to them. And all of a sudden, boom, wait a minute. Nah, pump the brakes. I'm not willing to do that. The game then changes, right, on yeah. where it goes to. What do, you, what do you think our audience, your audience, is uh,
4: the percentage of the, we're the, I mean, they have to be the 5%, I think. These people out here, are they're awake. We're not woke. We're awake. We I, yeah, we, I think your audience, Pat, is trying to wake up. The ninety percent. I give this audience a, a really high five percent factor, and I think that five percent has gotten bigger in the past couple, let's say, you know, seven seven years. That five percent is getting bigger. But I mean, don't get me wrong. There's no there's no shortage of the sleeping zombie sheep. Mm-hmm. But I think our audience, I would say, is of that. It's a big chunk of that five well, percent that it's are getting to waking everybody up.
5: Part of the '90s are waking up. I, I, I agree,
4: I agree, I agree, but I, I love i with you. I think our because I read the I read the comments. I know some people are like, why is Vinny so angry? I'm passionate and I'm trying to wake up the ninety percent and you can't whisper to that ninety. You have to slap them in the head and yell, and that's why I'm amped up at nine o'clock in the morning on some vaults. Let's but, go. But Vinny. I think but I do think that ninety percent time you nailed it, bro, it's they're slowly starting to be like, huh? You know what I mean? They're 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 waking up and I and I and I give a credit. To our audience, because I'm in the chat and these cats are, we're, we're awake, ladies well, and gentlemen. Well, this is the I whole
3: conversation with the red pill versus the blue pill. Whether it's in life, whether it's in politics, whether it's dating, whether it's intersexual dynamics, whatever it is. Do you want to be asleep at the wheel yeah. and not know anything, the blue pill? Or do you want to know the difficult reality, the truth of life, which is the red pill? And obviously, I think our audience is obviously on, the, on the, the red five. pill side of things. Yep. No doubt. Um, but that's the reality of things: is that once you, you know, what you talk about, peeling back the curtain. The curtain's open. This
4: is what's happening over here again. Can't go back, Adam. Most right? people are
3: like, I don't want to even see what the hell's going on
4: back
2: yeah. there. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's the the the, ig- no.
4: You nailed it, Adam, because that—that's the people are like I don't even don't even touch the curtain because when the, when you hear that saying, "Ignorance is bliss," I yeah. don't not, and we know those people like just I don't I can't change and I think that's the problem. Ignorance isn't bliss. Ignorance
2: is ignorant. It's okay, ignorant. so you asked the question on what percentage who watches who's our audience, yeah. right? It's so interesting. Rob, I sent you a clip, if you can pull that up. I'm at Dylan's game the other day. And the coach of the opposing team, when I'm walking in, he stops me. And he says, man, I got to tell you, I never missed a podcast. And I start talking to him. But he tells me something very, very interesting, Rob, if it came your way or not, for you to pull it up. The, our audience is a very interesting. there's a lot of audience uh, our big part of our audience is people that also disagree with us. I, I, I know who, who watch they who kind of like not, not necessarily <laughs> that they hate you. they watch it to find leaks in our argument, but they also they're, they're secretly closet people who can reason. Uh-huh. And they're afraid of their ability to reason that could get them to be like, oh, my ah, God, <laughs> oh, I, I don't want to agree with this. I don't want to agree with this. Is fucking wrong. this is yeah. Right. A little bit right on what they're talking about. Not because we're always right and not because we're, you know, know exactly what we're talking about. It's just we're reasonable people that have the ability to see BS on all sides and the gamesmanship and have realized that this thing went from being Republican and Democrat to when to left versus right, to when to vax versus not taking a vax, to when force to freedom, to when to establishment, anti-establishment, to eventually look, man, I'm part of the freedom camp. They're part of the force camp. I'm not good with the force camp. I'm part of the Freedom Camp. This is what I'm willing to do, Rob. If the video is not showing, is it showing on your end or no?
1: I have it on my phone. I just have to send it to this computer. Give okay, God, if you can do that, that'd be great. Uh,
2: uh, but because this guy pulled me aside. And, man, I I, I just want to show this thing. I don't know why it's giving me a hard time because maybe did I'm you, on did, Wi-Fi. Did you, did you post it on Instagram? Let me see. I haven't posted it yet. Let me see if this is going to work. And this is
4: what, I, what game,
2: Pat? Dylan's playing a game. It's a soccer game. He's soccer. playing a soccer okay. game, and he says this. Anyway, it's not pulling up on mine. Rob, if it's also not pulling up on yours. Are you able to get it or no? Okay, yeah, let's yeah. see if he's got it because I don't have it. And this is just this is this is just a, a, a parent. He's he's the coach, the coach of, of the, the opposing other team. team. Got you, got you. Sorry, me aside, for keeps. And I said, "You're okay if I record this." He says, "Yeah, go for it. Oh, okay. Go ahead and play this clip. Right. See if it." Should. Oh yeah, I saw this video. This is great. Play it. the Latino guy. So I'm pulling up to Dylan's soccer game he's got here, and he pulls me aside, and Maro says the following to me. Maro, what did you just say? I'm a Democrat, but I watch all PVD's podcasts. So why do you watch it as a Democrat? Because I like to see both point, points of view, and, and I respect all opinions. Maro, what do you disagree with? Me? No. Tell me, like, if there's three areas that like, Pat, I disagree with you in the following areas, what would those be? That's a tough I question. I You got to think about it. Yeah, I do, What, I what do. business are you? What do you do? I'm a coach. I'm a soccer player. Yeah, so, awesome. awesome. by the way, he was, coach, he was the head coach of the other side, Who pulls pulls, his pulls? You know what? But I'm still watching the content. So again, you can be part of the ninety who wants to go into the five, and you want to be able to think for yourself, and you're allowing the arguments to go through the test. Mm -hmm. Is this a solid argument or not? It is very hard to go through that. But for the people that do that, you're gonna get to the other side, and it's gonna be something for you. You're gonna say, "Oh, I never thought this was gonna be me on this end of the you know spectrum." But Another thing to be thinking about, for the longest time, have you ever seen the movie Alexander the Great, the original one with Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell, the one I'm that came say. out it where okay. it, was, it, it wasn't good. It actually flopped, it, right? was all, it was like, eh, it was just something to kill time. And I'm a Colin Farrell guy. So I, a, I remember a t- Colin Farrell from a movie, The Tiger Land or something like the old one. I don't know if you've seen it. Recruit 2 with uh, uh, Al Pacino. He's, he's, he's phenomenal. Sing. So this movie was a, was a, wasn't that good of a movie. He's done better movies. And I was hoping for another Alexander to come out. And it did come out. <laughs> on Netflix, Rob, can you pull up this picture? This is not a joke. Good-looking guy. This just came, uh, came out on Netflix. You know how long it takes for him to make out with another naked man? Time out. How long do you think it takes? Time out. You're dead serious? I didn't even know what we were going. How long do you think before this documentary Ten series? Minutes. Ten minutes. Eight minutes, <laughs> he's kissing another naked man in the Alexander The making of a God documentary. Nice, you know. Yes, Tommy had a nice butt. So anyway, get back to no. But the point is, like, listen. I know you're thinking. (laughs) You you want you want to learn more about what's going on, and they want to put the uh, uh, the the they can't help them. Their obsession with. The, the sword fight between eggplants, right? It's, it's just, it's like, I don't know any other proper, is that, is that the more,
4: why you guys, you guys are more American. I've never heard sword fight with
2: yeah. I've heard sword fight. It's the, it's the of, eggplant yeah. sword fight, it's I've never right? heard of the conjoined. It's, they're obsessed with it. The I don't know what land. it is, it's like,
4: pow, 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 pow. But was to he see. was he was he gay in real life?
2: Was who? Alexander? No, but this is two thousand oh years just, ago when the guy When his conquersed. lover died,
5: he held a three day funeral and it was like a month long mourning.
2: Yeah. They, oh anyways, really? I was hoping to yeah. see a you know oh. a documentary on Alexander with my kids, but obviously after seeing what's going on in the first eight minutes. Folks, if you got kids, this is not a doc for your kids. I just wanted to put that out there. Vince McMahon. A lot of stories have come out with Vince McMahon, right? This guy. A lot of stories have come out with Vince McMahon. Did he do it? Did he not do it? You know, the, the word that I disagree that they're using with Vince is what? Human trafficking. Yeah. Yeah. Human we, we've trafficking. We've heard this one before. Yeah. But but the key word is human trafficking. Yep. Human trafficking is one thing, okay? That's not a uh, 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 where you're actually trafficking people, making money, it's a business model, all of that that you're doing that Epstein and some people who have yeah. been, been accused there. of in politics that have been involved in on that island that the report is going to be coming out with more names and Whitney Webb and those types of things. She wrote a couple books on it. This is a, this is a bit of an older interview with, uh, 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 with uh, Vince McMahon. Somebody sent me. I think it's worth watching. Go ahead and play this, Rob
7: there is sexual harassment amongst the wrestlers or employees of the World Wrestling Federation today. There is a possibility of that. That's why I have these uh, independent investigators to come in. And who are these independent investigators? Fairfax Group Limited. Would you therefore believe that because of all these allegations coming forward and more and more corroborating evidence proving that there's no doubt sexual harassment is running rampant in the World Wrestling Federation, that you are definitely going to come public and do something about it? Why wouldn't I? Because you haven't done anything about it until it became public, because you thought it because was underwater. Because I had no knowledge of it. I made knowledge of it to you when I was fired, and you just blew it off and let me go. You I retained it no lawyer. You were because not very good. You were not a very good announcer. You could not. That's the only reason why <laughs> well, you job. I didn't sleep with your vice president. Two weeks later, I'm fired. Why didn't you say right then? Why didn't you say, hey, look, Vince. Your, your vice president made a pass at me. You never told me that. No one had any knowledge. Human resources had no knowledge not of that. Girl. Rene DuBose was waiting to hear your story. Why did you wait six months? You asked me for $160,000 today, otherwise you were coming on this program. I'm happy Excuse you're me. on this program. Mr. McMahon, do not try to deflect the truth here. First what are you foremost? asking for? How First much money have you asked for? I have never asked for any amount of money from you. You have tried to buy me off to shut up so I wouldn't come forward uh, and tell of these allegations that's running through the World
4: Wrestling Federation. Do
7: you know so, up? I mean, listen. Wow.
4: So, <laughs>
2: go ahead. Sexually, what what so year wait, was that? I don't know what year that is, Rob. It's an older video because he definitely well, doesn't so look so like that. 1992, so 32 19, years was ago. A, was the
4: yeah.
2: vice president a female that
1: was trying to hit on this guy? Or was it a guy? Nah, they were you know sword fighting. There There have been accusations of homosexual activities. um, Yes, with underage children in the WWF as far back as the 80s. There used to be. There were um, a group of boys. I believe they were called the Ring Boys, who accused certain WWE executives of having sex with them while they were underage. I mean, these allegations against Vince McMahon are nothing new. They go back to the 80s. There have been women that claim that he forced them to give them, forced the woman. to... To give him sexual favors and limousines, he was sued by um by uh, Brock Lesnar's wife oh. after she was fired from the WWF um back in I'd like to say the late nineties early two thousands uh he she was sued she sued him for sexual harassment as well and Brock Lesnar and Vince McMahon are also implicated in these um in these latest accusations. Oh, by,
2: by the way, there's nothing to me. All that stuff is you say all the stuff that you say. You know what's got more credibility with me than anything else? When your kids don't want to be in business with you, okay, that's the biggest thing. His kids stepped away; don't want to have anything to do with them. Wow, that's when it's that's that to me. Oh yeah, you know, uh, 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 you you can say whatever you want, man. You can say all that stuff. You know, that's why when Hillary Clinton said, "What about Trump?" Your kids, right? Can you pull up if these this guy's kids don't want to have anything to do with them? And you got to realize, like when I mean nothing, they stepped away. Is Stephanie McMahon has resigned from WWE uh, co-chair, executive officer, and chairwoman of uh, her father, Vince, was unanimously re-elected as the company's executive chairman. Stephanie McMahon returned from a leave of absence July to take over as a co-CEO, and Vince retired amid allegations of sexual misconduct. This is when, by the way? This is, 2023. This, this is last, a year ago. Yeah,
1: last year yeah. Um, it came out that Vince had paid around $12 million to keep um, certain sexual harassment allegations quiet. Wow. He stepped away from the board. He then came back to the company, at which point Stephanie walked away. And Stephanie was running the company with her husband, uh, Triple H, who used to be a wrestler and is now yeah. a high up in the company. Wow.
2: Yeah, and, and so did the brother also step away. So the, the brother also stepped away. So both of them stepped away. Uh, Shane McMahon's departure from WWE happened as a direct result of events of Royal Rumble. His extended dropping outside So it's it's common. So now, while this is going on, who bought who bought WWE? What organization bought WWE?
3: Same organization that I think owns
2: UFC. So guess what Rahm Emanuel does in the last two weeks? What? Very interesting move. The TKO group. The TKO group. You know who they just brought to be a board member of WWE? Who? Who is who? who is the, the most beloved Dan guy who's got, nope, who's got a crystal clear. The Rock. Yeah, he's got a clean oh. cut guy you bring in. The Rock is officially a member of the board of directors wow. of the TK, They have to do this. It's a great wow. move. Yeah, And The Rock is the right guy to come in to do something like this because they need somebody that's stable. They need somebody that's reliable. They need somebody for this space that's dependable. And apparently there was a major event this last week for wrestling with him against the other guy. What's the guy's name? Uh, uh,
1: Roman Reigns. Roman
2: Reigns. Yeah, apparently they called it the, like one of the biggest events of all time.
1: Did you follow it or no? Yeah, I, it's so dorky. Sorry. Oh, wow. I, I, we know. I, oh, wow. we know. Go ahead. I want to hear follow some ahead, of Roman. this stuff. Yes. Uh, they brought uh, the rock back as a surprise on Friday night. Um, and he's going to now face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. The uh, big thing in the wrestling community is that there was a guy who won the, when you win the Royal Rumble, the pay-per-view before WrestleMania, if you win that, you get a shot at the WrestleMania uh, main event to face whoever the champion is for the belt. This guy won it, and then The Rock comes out on Friday night, surprises everybody, he hugs the guy that won the Royal Rumble, that guy leaves the ring, and then Roman Reigns versus The Rock is the big hype for WrestleMania. So they're making this big push to put The Rock up in the main event so people aren't focusing so much on what's going on with the mm. allegations, and they're focused on this. Look, it worked for me. By the
4: way, And guys, just yeah. called if, the if, genius
2: if, of Rama Man.
4: Oh, yeah, and if you guys are wondering, Rob is 100% <laughs> going to a monster truck race this weekend.
2: Yeah.
4: 100%. Yeah, by
3: the way, Rob loved you when you uh, were part of the Bushwhackers crew. <laughs> Bushwhacker brothers. Bushwhack brothers. Yeah. Pull those guys sardines. up. Yeah. <laughs> those Yo, guys so are the amazing. Brothers? Licking each if, other if, on the head.
4: If you're, Rob, you were part of the Bushwhackers crew. If you're not related to these guys, then we're never talking again. Yeah. The Bushwack brother. 100% look at, look at Rob. Look at Rob, Rob and his Rob. cousin. Oh, oh, look at that. Guy, these guys video. <laughs> <laughs> Eating sardines that's and looking at people. Oh. Wrestling was
3: great. Make wrestling great again. I love it. Here's that. what I can tell you about Vince McMahon. All these allegations, human trafficking allegations, sexual misconduct allegations, sexual harassment allegations, all allegations. But I'm, I'm very comfortable with labeling him a total creep. We all know some creepy ass dudes out there. You've heard these stories about what he's doing with the girl, with the dildos. The, the, and text, the, the text, the text is insane.
4: I couldn't read all. I was the, just like, okay, I'm some good. Some of the
3: weirdest stuff ever.
4: Total creep. Like all man, those texts. That's yeah. That's just. I mean, that that's a regular you know Saturday night for Tom, but for him, <laughs> that's disgusting.
3: Tom, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> I love Tom.
2: Okay, so. <laughs> Do we have any other stories, Pat? Do we want to do? We have two <laughs> stories left. Do we want to do, do? we want to do a Haley? Do we want to do Musk and Board? Do we want to do Dad loses custody for refusing? Oh, the, tram- the, which the, one do you want to do? The
4: dad. The, that story is just people got to know because
2: this is another. How do you pick the, the other one?
5: Uh, what were the three? So we got Dad Haley.
2: loses custody, Musk, uh, or Haley. Uh, let's do Dad and finish on Musk. Okay, that's what we're doing. All right, Dad Sorry. loses custody yeah. for refusing. To trans son. Right, here we go. Oh, my God. Uh, this is the PJ Media story. A New York father, Dennis Hannon, has lost custody of his son, Matthew, for opposing transgender medical treatment for the child, who later expressed a desire to live as a bio- as his biological sex. So think about it. Originally, he wanted to sex change, transgender, and eventually he's like, no, nah, man, I just want to stay what I am right now. Matthew's mother began taking him to a transgender therapist when he was only five. How old? That, I was saving yeah. this. How old? Five years old. Five years, Five old. years exactly. old. She belongs in jail. That's, that's, that's where my point and, is. And the boy yeah. was recommended for puberty blockers before the age of nine. Yep. Den- What's the, this is in New York? New York. That's how I was Dennis thinking. Hannon was unaware of his son's therapy and transgender identification as Matthew did not express these feelings with him. The situation came to light when Dennis received a letter from Matthew's kindergarten addressed to the parent or guardian of Ruby Rose Hannon. Despite never being diagnosed with gender dysphoria by medical professionals, Matthew was on the fast track to receive puberty blockers. Dennis Hannon's effort to terminate Matthew's counseling and protect him from potential medical harm resulted in him losing custody, spending over $150,000 in legal fees. Damn, that's a lot of money. And being ordered to pay attorney fees for Matthew's mother. Wow, Vinny.
4: Is that like, guys, first of all, and again, how many times am I gonna bash New York? And I, I mean, I love New York. My, my entire family's still there, daily. But dude, what? New York is completely lost. It. That's some evil shit. And you nailed it. How is the mother not in prison for for twenty years? Are you kidding me? The father, by the way, the father lost his retirement. Dude, a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And then guess what? The 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 son was like, no, I'm not Ruby. I'm going back to to being a boy. Like. If that right there isn't telling you that that's just evil incarnate live in front of your face and this poor guy's life is ruined and they're siding with the
2: mother. What are we we talking about? Like, is this real life? Tom, five years old. First of all, Is that even legal in New York? (laughs) Tom?
5: Well, apparently it is legal in New York and there's some sort of counselor and the school was in on it or cooperating with it because sending the note to the guardian, the parent or guardian of Ruby Rose. So the school was accepting or, you know, facilitating or participating in calling him by this alternative name not his given name and number one and number two there's absolutely the 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 shocking thing to me is that there with the outrageous thing is that there's no outrage right there's no outrage on the school oh a five-year-old wants to do this okay wait a minute so he wants you know if he It's just shocking to me because kids go back and forth all the time on what toy they like. And now you're going to start giving them puberty blockers and and chemicals to make permanent life change at five years old. Come on.
3: Come on. So, you know, the age old question is, this: nature versus nurture? Clearly, this is a nurture situation right here. Um, But we covered that. We didn't. This was a story. I, I didn't want to focus on this particular specific story i don't know what happened it's, it's, it's ridiculous it's
4: disgusting but what
3: i do want to focus on is basically what's happening to america so this is a, this is an article from the daily mail january 22nd the rates of gender dysphoria have increased in every u.s state except south dakota from 2018 to 2023 okay with the sharpest rises seen in virginia of all cases so they basically break down what states this gender dysphoria has been sort of rearing its ugly head more than anything, and what states it's actually been decreasing or the smallest amounts. Um, top 10 states Virginia up 274%. What? Then you got Indiana 247, Utah 193, Alaska 183, South Carolina 171%, Shh. Delaware 170, Kansas 147, Washington State 145, Colorado 145, Maine 135. This isn't a red or blue thing, okay? These are states all across the country in each of these states, states with the smallest increases, the least. South Dakota only two percent You know why? Because there's the snow and nobody's there. (laughs) But then Hawaii only 6%. Connecticut 10%. Iowa, Florida, Alabama, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Wisconsin, and even New
2: York all on the bottom 10 Who's the minus twenty three, Rob? Who's the minus twenty three? That is South Dakota. Okay, good. And Florida's at thirty five?
3: Yes. So it's up in every single state across the country except
4: South Dakota. Christy, Noem, right? So the LGBTQ, the, all that push, the tea, all, that, the tea, all that, all that, all that T. the T. Oh, the look at how, look at how that. Remember, we we're talking about that small minority. It's yeah. working. Yep. It is working, bro. You 193 percent in Utah. That means everybody's gonna be trans. That's insane. That's in bananas. Utah. That's, What's, that's, 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 that's what I'm saying. This that's is, Mormon this is, town.
3: This is in every state across the country, red or blue wow. or purple. It's very weird. Rob, who's when the we, 274? Is that Virginia? The 274. 7 mm-hmm. seven. They're number one. They're leading the league. Dude. Right outside of D.C. Rob, you're talking about something? these policies. This is shocking. This is weird. Gender dysphoria
2: is skyrocketing in America. I would love to know why it's only six percent in Hawaii. It, 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 is it Hawaiian Samoans? Is it something that within their culture that's not accepted? Like, I would love Let's to learn that more that about the 6%. Well, yeah. Take
5: a look at the top, Pat. This is gender dysphoria diagnoses. So where you've got the radical school board, I know something about these stats. Adam's correct to pull this up like this. and But you dive into deeply in these stats, and you have a couple things. One, you have year-over-year year change. Like in Indiana. Indiana, the year-over-year change, 247%. Because only recently did they get onto school boards and they wanted to start diagnosing it so if it was very small before Pat you know the loss of big numbers and lost small numbers that if you had 10 before but now you've got uh, 20 uh, uh, 37 oh my gosh we're up 270 percent right um, and so you've got School boards now that become woke and say, well, that's gender dysphoria. That's gender dysphoria. That's gender dysphoria. That's gender dysphoria. Mm-hmm. And so you, you, you have radicalized school boards that are creating guidance counselors. Remember, this is not medical diagnosis. This is psychologist and, and, and psychic diagnosis, which have this incredible low standard. It's not like, do you have leukemia or do you not? This is arbitrary very arbitrary and very subjective at the hands of practitioners who may be woke and more likely to say oh you're depressed you don't feel accepted maybe it's just the real you is trapped in the wrong yeah. body oh, and you say that to a confused 13 year old and they're like maybe i am tell you what i'll go get my gun and i'll come back and i'll write a letter about white people i'll
3: i'll be right back and you get a shooter yeah and this yeah, is where you see really in point, in in high schools and gen z where Boys are more likely to be trending conservative, and girls are more likely to be trending liberal. You see stories pop up where they're putting tampons in, in the boys' bathroom. We saw that happen in Bless Canada. You. Bless you, Pat. Sneezing on the truth. Pat's allergic to and that then, bullshit. I think there was recently another story out here where they,
1: they're allergic to that bullshit.
3: And Connecticut then, is where it happened. It was in
1: Connecticut. And within... So you see- Within minutes of it being put, yeah. uh, put up, the students tore it Good. down course. in the bathroom. Good of course, of Good. course, of
3: course. Good. Especially the boys. All Hello. that testosterone. And then you, you have this stat that we talked about last week where Gen Z is more likely to identify as LGBTQ than Republicans. Jeez.
2: Yeah. Well. Listen, uh, weird it, stuff. It, it, that, that stat right there gives a lot of perspective on what's going on in America. Let's do yeah. the last story here before we wrap up with uh, Elon Musk. So Elon Musk has had a uh, a rough week, uh, to say the least. He's being targeted left and right. These guys just don't want to see this guy do anything. Uh, Tesla's board first faces a tornado situation after Musk's $55 billion pay package was struck down, uh, analysts say. Now, uh, let's, let's break down what this $55 pay package is. Uh, Wedbush Securities, a financial advisory firm, released a report on Friday calling the decision an absolute shocker. It now creates a tornado situation for Tesla's board Tesla's board in the next move. With the street closely watching this poker move and potential statement, the said, the report added that Tesla had not yet made an official statement and that the precise ripple effect uh, remained to be seen. Ruling found that Musk's $55 billion compensation package was beyond the bounds of reasonable judgment. The court ruled in favor of the plaintiff, a Tesla shareholder who argued that Musk had undul- unduly influenced the pay plan through his close personal relationship with board members. Put simply, neither the compensation committee nor the board acted in the best interest of the company when negotiating Musk's compensation plan, said the judge. McCormick of Delaware Court of Chancery wrote, in fact, this is barely any evidence of negotiation. Okay, so that's being shut down because... Of a judge. Then at the same time, look at the timing of all these things that are taking place. The next day, so this story I just read you is February 3rd. Look at the story on February 4th. Interesting. Maybe they're targeting, maybe they're not, but there's a lot of coincidence here taking place. So, February 4th, story with Elon Musk is Elon Musk goes, told to go to rehab with friends. Uh, 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 by concerned friends, Elon Musk was uh, asked to go to billionaire Larry Ellison's Hawaiian Island to dry out from the drugs around the winter of 2022. When other friends had expressed their worry, reports as the Wall Street Journal witnesses revealed that Musk used drugs such as LSD, cocaine, ecstasy, and psychedelic mushrooms, often at exclusive parties where guests signed NDAs and handed their phones as Wall Street Journal. Concerns about Musk drug use extended to the potential consequences for his businesses, including jeopardizing SpaceX's government contracts leading to resignations at the top of his companies and raising doubts about his ability to manage them effectively, according to Wall Street Journal Resources. Tom, what's going on here with Elon Musk, Tesla and the board? Okay, two facts. Fact number one,
5: does Elon Musk microdose or use mushrooms? Yes, he even said
4: allegedly. Well, he said not he
5: allegedly did. he said he does have i microdose yeah of micro we've seen yeah. him smoke
4: weed it's all sure. good
5: and he smoked weed on joe rogan's podcast okay let me tell you 70 percent of silicon valley does this you know i know many people there that that's that smoke grass like drinking water and smoke that, grass and get high if, however you want to Put it whatever Keep going, Tom, with the, the, the cultural thing is. <laughs> yeah. Don't let him and you. and And microdose. It's, it's not uncommon. So, okay, does Elon Musk do that? Yeah. Has he been arrested for DWI? No. Has he had pictures taken in the VIP of a club so out of his mind he can't stand? Uh, like uh, probably 12% of NBA's point guards just last year? No. <laughs> no, that hasn't happened, right? So, look at what's not happened um did somebody probably say hey man you're under a lot of stress you know you know maybe take it easy a little bit maybe go out and hang with larry just go out to the island for a minute that is a hell of a long way from you know go to rehab and if you're going to go to rehab you're not going to go to larry ellison's island they're going to send you to promises in malibu and so what is happening here Passages. there's point one point one does he sure but so does the rest of them point two is he maintaining extending and driving the one free speech platform that we truly have in social media during election year yes do you think that they're using point 1 to get at point 2 that's exactly what's happening i'm on record they this is hit this is
2: pure hit and and by the way so when you're looking at this this is the argument wall street journal writes the story you have to you have to know who likes them who doesn't like them just just always be aware of who likes and who doesn't like so this is if you can get Rob all of them start off with the first one here if you can go to the first one is the one on cumulative return go to that one first the cumulative return so this is from Wall Street Journal that's not the one the other one yeah if you can go to cumulative return okay so check this out Magnificent Seven right in 2023 Magnificent Seven did 75 percent okay Rest of S&P 500, the 12%. It's very important to know this. Seven companies, right? They did 75%. Rest of S&P, 12%. We've, read, we've seen this before. However, then WSJ breaks down of who's the best performing Magnificent 7. So go to that one next, Rob. When you go to this one, Tesla's at the bottom. It's down 25%. Everything else is pretty much up except for one. Mm-hmm. But the Magnificent 7, lowest ranking one, Is Tesla. So, okay, fair enough. Go to the next one. On the next chart, it shows you what Tesla's done from beginning of you know November 2023 to now. You know, goes up, comes down, it's down. The numbers are not looking good from where it was at to where it's at today. And last but not least, if you break down the last chart, this is what they show the fact that Max 7 is bigger than Country weights combined, their MSCI of all country world index combined Holy. isn't as big as Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Nvidia, Alphabet, Tesla, Meta. That means Japan, France, China, UK combined are not as big as those guys. So now let's go through Tesla. Couple things: the the debate being made with Tesla, this isn't anything new. Is whenever you're selling your business to the market. If you're a car company, if you're just a automotive company, so type in most valuable uh, automotive companies in the world. Okay, most valuable automotive companies in America. Just type in in America, it's fine. Not even close. In, in America, okay. So check this out. So go to this right there. Okay, right there. Uh, uh, right. Click on that one. It's fine. Go to the world. What year is that, Rob? Just so we can see. Twenty. It's fine. Go with that one. October's late. Fourth enough. quarter last year. Yeah. So zoom in. Tesla. Look what they have. Tesla, eight hundred and one billion dollars. Oh, wow. Toyota is two forty four. Three times plus than Toyota. Then you got BYD, Chinese largest EV competing with Tesla. Then you got Porsche, eighty six billion. Vinny, Porsche is ten times less valuable yeah. than Tesla. Okay. <laughs> Mercedes Benz is twelve times less valuable than Tesla. So is all Volkswagen. Volkswagen that owns, I think. Uh, Audi, if I'm not mistaken, and Lambo. I may may be off on who they own. Okay, Stellantis, Ferrari, Honda. Stellantis is
5: the new fancy word for Chrysler. These are Honda (laughs) is a
2: $55 billion company. Tesla is an $800 billion company. So the market could be reacting many different ways to say, hey, Elon, you told us this is a technology company, but is it really? Or is it just an automotive company? If it's an automotive company, if you type in Rob, the same exact thing, Go type in the same exact thing you did. Just go back one, and you change one word, okay? Type in, not most valuable companies, uh, automotive uh, companies with the biggest top-line revenue, okay? Uh, Biggest revenue, okay? Not most valuable. Take that out and just make it revenue. Yeah. Let's see what comes up. Purely revenue. Let's see what comes up. Zoom in. Now watch what happens, okay? Number one is what? Look at revenue now. Wow. Zoom in. The revenue for Volkswagen is three thirty-five. Then it's Toyota two ninety-six. Ford one seventy-two. Where do you see Tesla? Keep going down. Not even the top ten. Even, Keep going down. Yeah. Eleventh place. By the way, their revenue is ninety-five billion, which is how much less than first place. Go to which first place. Less than Stellantis a brand you probably never a, even heard a of. A fourth, pretty much, of Volkswagen. Wow. Somebody, Hyundai, if I told you Hyundai did more revenue last year than Tesla, you would probably, somebody should go out there asking questions saying, who do you think had a bigger top line revenue last year, Hyundai or Tesla? T- uh, out of a hundred people, how many people you think are going to say Hyundai? 90. Oh, I'm sorry. Honda. Uh, of course. Yeah. So what's the point? The market is simply wanting the answer to a question they asked many years ago. Is this a car company or is this a technology company? Now, no one knows the real answer to the question. OK, nobody does, except for one person. When Elon is asking for a $55 billion package, what's he saying, Tom? If I want to be driving value for this company, I need to know that I can make $55 billion. And Elon doesn't ask for salary. Elon is only asking for, not, not for the negotiations that I've seen over the years, all he asks for is, if I increase the company's valuation, I want this much money. So, for example, he's probably asking, if I'm able to increase Tesla's valuation to $2 trillion. I want to get $55 billion. The average shareholder should say what to that? Yeah, of course. Take it. Take the $55 billion, no problem, right? So this judge is getting in the way. I fully understand what the market's concern is to see if Tesla is going to become a tech-enabled company or not, if Tesla is going to go become a a battery company that everybody else is going to use. You know how many people right now around the world are not asking him to use his batteries that he's setting up in America right now? They're going through him. That may take another three, five, 10 years until he owns all of it. Right. Until he owns all of it. so, for the people that are with them and are long-term thinkers, they fully understand what Elon is going through right now. For the people that are concerned, those concerned people are short-term investors that have to go explain to their clients that guess what? Well, you know, maybe the better thing to do is, you know, Elon's going through a lot of things right now with Twitter and all this other stuff. Yes. Yes. There is a combination of the Twitter people that they fear that he controls Twitter. There's a combination of those people that he's too loud and his freedom of speech guy. There's a combination of the people that are waiting for this thing to become a tech-enabled company because the revenue's on skyrocketing. There's a combination of the people that are wondering where's the truck, the cyber truck that we thought was gonna be XYZ. And there's a combination of him being a mad scientist, which only a mad scientist could run a company to a trillion dollar valuation. None of those guys there are alive operating the company. The only person there that's operating the company that started it from nothing to pretty much here, not nothing, too small to what it is here, it's Elon Musk. And on top of that, he runs another company called SpaceX. Mm-hmm. He runs another company called Twitter. He runs another company called Boring Company. He runs another, I can go on Neuralink, and on and on Neuralink, they
3: just on. put their first Neuralink, uh, chip in someone's brain and the other
2: day. he's got 10 kids. Wow. So try to figure all that stuff and. Is a celebrity that's going to parties, that's going to gatherings, that's traveling to all these other places. I love him. He's got a pretty busy schedule. Yeah. He's one of one.
5: Can I ask you a question, Pat? Yeah. Quick yeah. math. You're good with math, right? Pretty good with math? I try to be. Okay. Is uh, 5% a pretty good comp package for like a CEO? Like you say, hey, you know, an valuation increase and in what we do here. We'll give you 5%. Is that pretty good? Absolutely. Yeah. And I happen to know, um, um, I won't say it out loud, but we both know a prominent... CEO that has been offered as much as three times that, right?
2: Yes. Like 15%. What's 5% of a trillion? 50 billion. Wow. That's exactly the math I was doing earlier when I said 55 billion. He's saying I want to increase the valuation to $1.9 trillion and they're it back afraid, to afraid the comp of it. To yeah. let people- I have no problem with it. But the judge doesn't understand capitalism. The judge, all they understand is his tweets. The judge doesn't understand what it is to run a company taking up calls at 3 o'clock in the morning and waking up at 6 o'clock to do a conference call on the East Coast. No, they, you don't know the life of an operator. Anyways, guys, we covered a lot of different things. I think you were going to say something. Did you send something to him To No. no okay. No, no. Good, All right, gang, we cover a lot of topics here today. Again, remember, at the beginning, I gave this to you, the hats. Here's what we said. Anybody that orders the future Looks bright hat. Right now, we're doing a buy one, get free anyway. So if you order any one of these hats, except for this one, this is the purple and gold series, except for this one and some of the signature series we have. Any of these that we have, the military, the black, the white, you buy one, you'll get one free. On top of that, order above $70, shipping's on us. On Thursday, I will pick two names, random names. And we'll send you a free ticket to the Vol Conference at Palm Beach Convention Center. With many, We're going to be making a lot of surprises there with 10,000 other people. We'll spend three days together at Palm Beach Convention Center. Take care, everybody. God bless. We'll do it again, I think, Thursday, Rob. Yes? Yes, sir. Take care. Bye-bye, bye-bye.